Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at bluenile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I'm Shannon Felton. I'm Bonnie Dutch. And this is You You Are Are That. That. We are two sisters who can't leave the house. Nope. And we won't. All right. We have a remote episode coming your way, which means your brain at some point is going to say, Hey, this sounds a little different. Let your heart tell your brain. Hell yeah, it does. And I'm into it. Most important question. Do you have yes. a beverage? I do. Um, let me pop mine. And what are you drinking? I'm drinking a claw. You know. What flavor claw? Um, I'm hitting the lemon because there's a new Ooh. flavor pack that has watermelon, which tastes like a watermelon Jolly Rancher, and lemon, which tastes like a nice seltzer water with a real slice of lemon in it. Ooh. I feel fancy. Yeah. I am drinking an Oakshire Brewery Overcast Espresso Stout. Ooh, that sounds good, too. It's an oatmeal stout with coffee. Yum. Mmm. <sighs> long distance cheers. Uh-huh. Cheers to you. Dink. Dink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. What a day. Today weird. Yeah. It feels like day... Like 147, so, I mean. Since we last recorded our episode, Mm -hmm. personal check-in. Yeah, definitely. I have adopted a new practice, editing all of our guests this week. I am being uplifted all over again because their advice is so good and everyone just has a different way of looking at things. So I've kind of adopted this, like, I don't give a fuck type thing in like a positive way where my brain is now stopping me and going is this something that you want to deal with right now and then the other half of my brain goes nah and I just (laughs) don't so oh my god I love that actually it's working Uh, out really well it's taken my stress level down 
so much and I'm trying to enjoy all the little things a little bit more. Mentally, it's wrapping up COVID. My brain is saying soon it's not going to be this way anymore. Soon you won't have this time. And I have that running out of time to do all the list that I created in my mind. But it's also very relaxing. Like I'm trying to enjoy the final moments. I like that. I like that you're looking for the finale of this. I'm trying. I'm either I'm delusional or maybe I maybe I'm just dying. And I didn't well, I know. <laughs> no way. I don't think it's delusion. Dying. No. Oh, check in on this end. So I've progressed from making bread. Yes. I've added noodles real hardcore to the repertoire for the kitchen projects. Yes. And cheese making. So. Oh, <laughs> yes. Fromage. Yeah. I was thinking the other day that I'm surprised you haven't gone full on pretzel queen yet. Not yet. I'm saving pretzels and bagels till later. Yeah. Because, I mean, pasta is a more versatile staple. And bread is too that I can share with others. Pretzels are like only for me and you, to be completely honest. (laughs) I need that with just some cheap ass jarred queso. Yeah. Just so I can feel like I'm at the ball game or some shit. I tried your basil tomato uh, spaghetti. Spaghetti. My spaghetti. Did you like it? It's very good. Yes. I like flavorful things and it was very packed full of flavor. Nice like space pasta it's all a meal inside of a noodle (laughs) realistically your pasta was out of this world oh snap i like it was it stellar (laughs) it was stellar. yeah so we're doing our ladies episode of the stay at home status update part two part two not to brag but we're coming up on a year and we just have all these guests so we had a lot of fun people to check in with I got to speak with the lovely Carly Gibson and oh, I love her. she is so fun and she took a little time out and got super real with me and I can't wait for you to hear it because we laugh about some shit but she gets she gets real honest and she puts multiple people on blast and that's my favorite. Yeah. I love that. I'm here for that. Hello to you. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you like you are my inner monologue. Okay, good. Oh my god, here we are in the middle of this uh, pandemic. It's getting warm, which is nice, because I think uh, it's hopefully going to help us out a little bit with this, having a warm swell with this uh, COVID-19. I'm hoping, anyway, that that's going to be, the the theory that they have about that is going to stand to be correct. Because it breeds in cold, so. Yeah, I guess the theory is that the droplets will evaporate quicker in the warmth than they would in the cold, and so that the, the disease shelf life would be shorter in the warmer weather gotta hold on to any sort of anything anything we can get hope or anything we're talking to the wonderful talented super hilarious carly gibson and it is i sister bonnie joining you (laughs) sister not sister sister bonnie yeah we are we're doing a little touch base with all of our peoples and i'm real talk it's been free therapy for me today just to hear everyone's stories and to like laugh at the crazy shit yeah yeah i feel isolated and alone in it sometimes my brain's like this is just an internet hoax and you're trapped in your house for no reason and then talking to people it's like you know everyone's doing it we're all in it together we're all going through it we're just you know, some of us are handling it better than others. Yeah, I mean, I certainly have my, I certainly have my stronger days and my weaker days. You know, this is really what I feel like this is more than anything is just a test of our own human 
strength and capability more than anything. I mean, this is mind over matter. I, I jokingly have always said that I have the type of personality where like you could put me in a room for like 24 hours and leave the door open and I'd stay in there all day. But if you put me in there for 10 minutes and shut and lock the door, I can't breathe. I have to get out immediately. Oh yeah. So it's a control thing. It's or, or an illusion of control. Cause that's the real joke, right? That we don't actually have any control over anything, but we have this illusion of control. And that's what gives us some sense of like, you know, purpose. And, and meaning and um, sanity. Sure. Yeah. And so for me, like, and I have to always remind myself of this, if Trump in all of his glory came out tomorrow and said, you know what, fuck it, you guys can just come out and do whatever you want. I would stay in my house for another two months because I'd be like, no, I don't trust this. Like, we're not ready. This isn't time. But the moment that they come out and say, you can't come out and you have to stay in your homes, I'm like full state of panic. Like, I'm not going to make it. I can't do this. Like, I can't be trapped. I, I'm going to lose my mind. So it really is just, you know, in realizing that about myself, it really is just a state of mind and choosing even like I saw an adorable little meme the other day that was like you're not stuck at home you're safe at home like even just the simplicity of switching that mindset to being like practicing the gratitude and being like girl listen you've got it so good you know what I mean like you have everything that you need you are surrounded by resources and people who love you you're doing everything right you're healthy you know you're taken care of so just be really grateful for that and be inconvenienced for a little bit it's worth both your life and others around you so just kind of trying to like maintain that level of thinking is been a little struggle bus like I'm not gonna hold you up like I've been struggle busting with it yeah yeah. more than I thought that I ever would be because I'm the type of person like I have a garage full of art projects I have shit that I need to get done I'm still not unpacked and we moved in in the beginning of February and I'm like oh I could get my closet reorganized I can do all these things right but it's honestly hit day five and mentally I just sat on a chair outside and just looked around and was like, I'm mentally unstrong. Yeah. I listen, I hear you. It's not unlike anything else. Like they teach you, if you've ever had any addiction problems, they teach you in the program, you know, the, the whole mantra of like one day at a time is the most powerful because the human condition is, is fearful of the unknown, right? Like that's our big, that's our big thing that we always, Mm -hmm. because we want to have that illusion, like I was saying of control and, and all that. So like, the one day at a time mantra, it really works because if you can get your brain to focus on the present and pay it, we can handle those things. We can handle, if you just say, you just have to stay inside today and we'll deal with tomorrow when you get to it. When you start telling your brain, like they do that, you know, with, with cigarettes, with alcohol, with drugs, with, you know, whatever your vice may be. Mm -hmm. If you think like, I can never have this again, I will never be able to like, that is like too awesome of a concept for our brain to wrap their, it's our head around. Cause we don't measure time like that. Like we do abstractly, But innately, our body measures time in moment to moment. Like we're very metronome in that way where we we innately as humans are moment to moment. So why we have mood swings, the normally our hormone levels change. Right. And so I think that's why we have to focus on staying in the present. But like when we start to think of that, like long term, it's too overwhelming for us. And we're like, but I'll never make it. And think of everything in your life, any hardship Mm -hmm. you've ever gone through, anything difficult that you've ever overcome. If you told yourself six months prior to that happening, hey, you're going to go through this. This is going to happen to you. You're going to lose this person. You're going to lose your job. Your boyfriend's going to leave you. You're going to, you'd be like, well, I'll kill myself. Like I'll never survive that. 
but you did, you know what I mean? You did survive it because you went through it moment to moment. And that's, that's the thing you always have to remind yourself when you're facing adversities. I have to remind myself, is that like, I have survived so many things in my life that have been difficult that I never thought possible. This will be continued to be one of them. And then also just trying to really use this time to be like, look, the universe, she clearly put us in timeout. Like we were clearly not behaving. And what is the lesson to be learned in all of this? Like stay inside, obviously, whatever, but like, learn to live more simple. We we don't need to be consuming as much as we are. Look at the planet is breathing for the first time in a really long time. You know what I mean? Like, look at, I feel tentative about saying anything about this because I don't know if it's controversial or not. If they have actually determined that this, this virus, obviously I know there's conspiracy, this virus is spread by the consumption of a bat or some sort of hybrid animal. Shannon and I listen to way too many science-based podcasts that are amazing and humorous, but in this time, right. I'm like, I need you for update information. But they're saying it is a bat-derived thing, but it wasn't the girl eating the bat soup. These open-air markets, they do live kills. So you pick your animal out live so you can see how healthy it is, and that's going to determine how yummy it is. And then they kill it. Well, they're saying that somebody handling the meat touch stagnant blood that that animal may have been bitten or just lightly fed upon by a bat and had it in them and then the blood was the contact and the blood may have touched mouth nose or eyes right so they're saying it's just like the open air market which is where like SARS was derived from and global yeah epidemics they've basically derived from like conditions but also I think what this has made me realize is like, I mean, listen, I'm a huge meat eater. I grew up in the Midwest. We eat meat and potatoes and a veggie with every meal, you know, but it's got mm-hmm. me thinking and just not that I'm, go, you know, jumping on any trends. These are just like sort of uh, existential questions I and conversations I've been having with myself is like, as a consumer on this planet, as somebody who lives on this planet and therefore demand supply from the planet and whatever, like what is my participation and how much I demand as a consumer and a taker of this planet? And like, do I need to be eating meat with every meal of the day? I mean, health issues and things like that aside, but like, that is such a, that's such a demand on the planet. You know, it just got me thinking, like, if we didn't eat meat, like, would we even, would we have any of these problems? Like, you know, I get it. Like, I just feel like I'm starting to see things a little bit differently. I'm not going to certainly go full-blown crazy, but yes, there's, there's like the type of person who has the conspiracy theory mindset towards almost everything in their life. And they'll analyze and inform everyone around them for every event, for everything. For me, I'm kind of one of those people that, yeah, I I listen to real facts. I will educate myself and make a decision based on what I can live with. What I feel like my soul is, eh, I'm, I'm pretty cool with that. So if I can just easy breezy through my life and not like stress myself out and wonder what if and do all the things, like I just want to be able to enjoy some things, that's great. But it's, yeah, it's times like these where you step back and you kind of analyze everything a little bit more. You are thinking about cleaning regimens and actual virus breakdowns. I'm discovering more things about my lungs because I have autoimmune right. disorder. So I'm like looking into the inflammation scans and what the different viruses have done in the past and what they're looking at now and all the side effects. And it's, Ugh, why am I doing this to myself? But also I'm educating myself on real stuff. Here's stuff is an interesting K-hole. And look, we've got nothing but time, right? Right now to just sit and the internet is both 
you know, the ble- a blessing and the curse in that way. And the conspiracy stuff is hard. I mean, look, yeah. I have friends that fall in veritable areas of that spectrum. And some and <laughs> some of them, I'm like, oh, bless your heart. And they send me the craziest shit and I don't click on it. Um, and some people just blindly follow whatever they're told to be true is true. But for me, I think, mm-hmm. you know, what's so interesting about historically, you know, humans as a whole is that, you know, we know things now in this century that we're living in that we learn from, from 200 years ago, 300 years ago for, you know, we can look back in history and sort of, but when those people were living at the time, they didn't know those things. We have that hindsight, right? We have that information. There are things happening right now that our generation and maybe the generation before us and so, and the next one probably won't even have answers or, you know, some of these statistics or, vaccines or whatever it may be that they're that's the luxury that they're going to have in the future that we're not going to have right now so for me conspiracy is a waste of time in a way because it's it's all it's all theory right it's some person saying this doesn't seem right to me so here's my idea of what it is but you kevin are just some dude who lives in iowa who eats slim jims and combos and i'm not trying to hate because those are delicious but they don't this is not, you know, it's not brain food. You don't know everything, right? You don't know what you have no authority to speak on this whatsoever. And therefore I'm not going to watch your video of how you are convinced that this bomb went off the, that exploded the building because, because metal doesn't burn at that rate and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like you're not a fucking scientist. So like, yeah. th- that's where I get a little, like, do I agree that there are, there is some shit that we don't know the whole truth about? Yes. Yeah. Here's the part that is human about us. We have so much knowledge. We've collected so much knowledge. At the end of the day, we are fools to think we know everything in this universe. We never will. We discover stuff all the time. And it's so funny that you're talking about how we didn't have this education back in the day, like flags rolled through. And you've seen that meme that is an old black and white photo. And it says, being an old timey doctor would rule just drunk as hell. Like, yeah, you got ghosts in your blood. You should do cocaine about it. Right. It's, right. <laughs> that stuff makes me laugh because I'm like, but it's, that's literally what they did. Like you might no, like, know let's burn you. And then if the town gets a plague afterwards, we all have to do cocaine and bloodlet because this is the only way to get rid of it. They just fucking Rochambeau that shit. Like they don't know. They were like, um, sure. Try that. <laughs> it's definitely a weird cycle to be in right now. It's like you're trapped. You have so much information. You have to weed through everything. What are you two doing? Cause you're trapped in there with your fiance. Yes, we are. We're doing really good. I mean, Garrett and I have an incredible, you know, we've, we've unbeknownst to us, we've been preparing for this just because we, you know, we've been working for the better part of our relationship for the past three and a half years on just like communication in general. And so we're pretty good at being able to express our needs. Feel the crazy back. Yeah, but also just like, let somebody know what you need. Like, just say that shit out loud. You know what I mean? Like, try to help yourself figure out what it is that you need. And then let me know once you know what that is so I can aid you in either giving that to you or, you know what I mean? Like, we we try to just be super open with that and give each other a lot of breaks right now because this is this is super hyperbolic and Mm -hmm. unprecedented something we say to each other um a couple times a day is like can you please be patient with me you know what I mean like and you have to and it's a good reminder to be like yeah you're right I do need to be more patient so I think just really communicating and like trying to listen to each other and understand that like this is scary fear breeds a lot of interesting and frustrating emotion anger things like that 
So just trying to be yeah. honest about what you feel like, I'm sorry, I'm not even mad at you right now. I'm just so overwhelmed by the fact that like, I've checked the COVID case death rate so many times today and it keeps going up. And like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm my anxiety has been through the roof and I really struggle with not wanting to take the Xanax. I'm prescribed it, but like I have the stigma about it. And so, you know, Garrett's like, just don't suffer, you know, take it if you have to. And, but then, so I try to like fight it and play this terrible game of chicken with my, with my soul I lose either way. So that's not fun. But you have that like Rocky coach on your side being like, whatever happens, I'm down. Yeah, totally. That that feels no 100% like he's he's incredible in that way where you know I just but you know I I'm trying to understand like we're all kind of in the same boat where everything's uncertain we're all living in the upside down everybody feels like they're hanging on by a thread to a degree I think the scariest thing for me is that you know if something were to go wrong with me like outside of COVID-19 could I even go to the hospital Mm -hmm. because like who wants to go there right no and you can't that's the thing is I I bonked my head pretty hard earlier today and then proceeded to cook something and just leave the stovetop on. When I was done, I like moved the pan, but just like left the burner on. I was like, cool, this is how my day is going to go. I just scrambled my own eggs here. I'm like, feel crazy. So I had to take a moment and really feel dizzy. I'm okay. I bled a little bit because I cut my head. I dropped the mascara on ah. the floor. I was being really fast and efficient. So I dropped that mascara and was like, I'm just going to pick it up super quick. Yep. The bend and snap. Oh my God. The drawer oh was God, open. So I just bent and snapped my face right into the corner of it and then came up with like blood on my face. and was like, oh no. Girl, I feel you. And then of course you're like, am I Natasha Richardson? Like, is this, you know what I mean? You just start going down that thing. You're like, cause remember what happened to her? And that's why the internet is not our friend. <laughs> it's not our friend. Like real talk. Yeah. I've been, so for the past like 21 months, I have had I've been thinking about starting a podcast called Am I Fucking Crazy? Because (gasps) I want to talk to other people who like, like, am I fucking crazy or does this shit happen to you? Like in just all aspects of life. But like the past 21 months, I've been experiencing these heart palpitations, right? And I've gone to cardiologists and I've gotten cleared by them. And I do psychotherapy. I've been with my therapist for 15 years and yoga and meditation. I don't drink caffeine. I quit smoking and drinking two months ago. Like I'm getting my shit together, like whatever. And they come and go and it's not, it's not like super freaking. Last night they started up again, like really bad. And I was like, oh my God, this is it. And I can't fucking go to the doctor and I can't be seen by anybody because whatever. And I can't call my doctor. And I actually just had like a terrible situation where like my OBGYN is a complete cunt and decided to just be like, I think you should go see another doctor in the midst. Basically, listen to this bullshit. I'm going to tell on this bitch now. So this is what happened to me. Because women get this shit, right? I went and saw her, whatever post. I had this surgery last summer. I They found these. I basically have endometriosis and they removed some cysts from my ovary, right? Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Um, go to the OBG, OBGYN. Want to get my hormones regulated. She's like, let's put you on birth control. She puts me on birth control. It's been like the worst. So I called to be like, is this a normal thing to happen? I Through the portal, ask a question. Is this normal? Mm-hmm. I get a call back from the office. She wants to set up a virtual appointment via FaceTime. I was like, oh, cool. But they're going to charge you as an office visit. It's like $75. And I was like, um, no, Mm-mm. no, you're not going to do that. Uh, I was like, first of all, that is unethical because you're charging me for an office visit where there are built-in charges that aren't going to be applicable in a FaceTime message. Also, I've never in my life had a doctor answer a question about something and charge me 75 Anyways, it became a whole thing. Just email me. I emailed yeah. you, you email me. Just tell me, like, just say, hey, if you want to keep trying it, you can, if you don't, blah, blah, blah. 
Uh, it went back and forth until finally she never answered my question. She literally prescribed me medication, refused to answer a question about it, and then told me to go find another OB in the middle of a pandemic. <gasps> like, where am I finding another OBGYN? What a gem. Yeah. Um, she also is very, like, she does these vagina talks or whatever, and she's got, like, a Instagram. She's very Hollywood. Like, she thinks she's going to try and be a thing. Her name is Taz Varkey. I'm going to fucking call her. <laughs> um, but she thinks she's she's going to be a big thing, and that's her, that's basically, I think, her number one concern is these these YouTube talk things that she does. So I don't really think she gives a fuck about her patients so much. So anyways, I was like, should I be taking it? So I feel bad because I've been calling my primary care doctor to be like, I know you're not my OBGYN, but she quit me and I need help. And so I, and I'm like, what do I do? And she's like, listen, like you're, if you want to brave it and go get labs right now. And I was like, I do not. It's the weird question mark of if something happens, do you want to go to where it's a hotbed? And then also seeing all these images and videos of what it's really like in hospitals right now and how there's no beds. I'm like, you know, I, I, I am clumsy. I have autoimmune disorders. I have all these things. So it's like, if something happens to me, my brain automatically goes, am I stealing a bed and right. a from a little grandma who right. could have made it three more years to see her grandkids grow up? Or am I just overreacting? Or am I going to go to sleep tonight and never wake up? Like my brain just does the wishwash like, oh, and it's hard to know. But that's <laughs> the thing. That's the element of control. That, that's the illusion of control is that you in your mind think that you can. The reality is, is you either are or you aren't. And that's neither here nor there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you, you, you may, and you, and you most likely will not, you know what I mean? Like you most likely will wake up tomorrow and be fine. And then you'll be, you have a bump there and it, it may be a little bit of a headache, but like, right. so let's bake some cookies about it. Right. Let's stressy. I know I'm just sitting here eating chips and all kinds of shit. Just getting all shades of fat. Oh, I just, I just had some M&M cookies, you know, figuring it out, mm-hmm. you know, trying to put on some wedding weight, really fill that dress out. Yeah. That feels good. <laughs> And you're like me where you're like, uh, don't know what's happening. We'll get to planning when it happens. So you and I were messaging about that. Yes. Feel a lot better. I'll be real with you. Cause I'm like, I just need an end date for this so I can tell my brain when I can start planning again. And my brain just was like, so what if you don't get the perfect temperature wood wedding that you want? Right. It's not even about that. Just chill the fuck out. Get to it when you get to it and it'll be okay. Absolutely. I mean, and especially because like, you know, the, the, the bottom line is, is like, I don't know if you're anything like me, like I'm, I'm a, I'm innately a really good organizer and multitasker. So all I'm doing right now is basically being like in a perfect world, in a perfect world that is reasonable and rational. What would be my dream case scenario? And then I start like just pricing those things out to be like, what would that be? And what I also, I'm very fortunate. So one of my best friends is a wedding planner. Oh, nice. She works for Kristen Banta, which is one of the biggest celebrity wedding planners in LA. And so I'm, I'm very fortunate in the way that when, and if we're ready to get going, like she has all the, the list of shit that I know I'll forget because that's really what it comes down to. Right. Like it's like, you don't, you're afraid that on the day you're going to be like, Oh my God, I can't believe I forgot to order spoons. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it'll be something silly. And also, though, if it's your friend who has been doing it a million years, she's not going to, like, convince you you need something no. a different celebrity had. And she's going to be like, oh, here's your list, but I crossed a bunch of the shit yeah, out because you would absolutely. Hit. And you're like, thank you for being so fun. But I also, like, don't want to rush because I feel like what happens is people get engaged and they go right into planning. And planning a wedding, to me, like, 
completely over encompasses being engaged. So like, I don't want to rush the engaged part. Like I, I got engaged late in life. Like I was 35, but like, I want to be in this play. Like I'm, I'm never going to be engaged again. You know what I mean? So like, I just want to be in this part. And then like, yeah. girl, if I had to, like I could pull it together and fucking plan a wedding in two months. Like if I had to, I could do it. So like, I'm not that stressed about it. And also I'm not ruling out just like going to the courthouse yeah. and saying, fuck y'all. Like I'm not ruling anything out. Yeah. I just want the like fun party of it. But I also know exactly what color bridesmaids dresses look best on all my girls' skin tones. Looking at bridesmaids dresses online with someone and then I was like tearing up. No. It's like, gonna look so beautiful. This is like you're doing it wrong. You're being a bride wrong. We're supposed to cry over you in a dress. You're not supposed to cry in front of I was like, no no no, but you guys are all gonna look so beautiful and I just wanna stand with you and I I got emotional for the weirdest reasons and I was like, oh well this is this is a new development in my personal No, but that's good. See I'm foregoing tradition completely. I have I mean that's sort of my who I am is oh, I've always been an untraditionalist, but like yeah. I'm not doing any bridesmaids or groomsmen or anything like that. Like we're not we're not doing any of that. I would never. I'd have more people standing up there than there would be sitting in the. There's no way I could choose. I'd, You're like I can't choose you all. I can't so I choose me and him. Yep. <laughs> and and you know and I mean like I'm not a I'm not probably you know I'll I'm not gonna wear like a poofy white dress and we're not doing it in a church and like. It's not going to be anything like that. So like, we're, we're just doing our own thing. You know what I mean? It's going to be, I think our dream scenario was, which what we're looking at is like renting a huge Airbnb for four whole days, like a Thursday to a Monday, five days, Mm -hmm. um, like a big 15 bedroom, 14 bathroom mansion in Malibu for the whole weekend, flying everybody in. So our close friends and family stay with us in the house the whole weekend. Yeah. And we just drink and eat and lay by the pool and be on the ocean and just celebrate each other. And then Saturday we'll have like valet come in and a band and do like a crab boil and like have people come in like for the big party event. That would be like the, you know, we'll do a commitment ceremony and whatever, but the bulk of the weekend will be about our very close friends and family from all over the world that are just with us the whole weekend. Cause the one thing I feel like I hear people complain about the most about weddings is that you don't could just talk to anybody no you know what I mean I totally you spent agree. all this yeah. time and all this money and you spent like 10 minutes getting to talk to people so I really want to celebrate with my close friends and family like for four days and then just have a commitment ceremony on Saturday where we can be like thank you for your cash in an envelope thank you for your cash in an envelope I'm not Italian <laughs> but I will be in I will be heavily enforcing that ritual right. that the Italians have we have no registry other than honeymoon funds. Oh, that's smart. Because we just need to get away. Yeah. And then like, thank you for helping us get away. And then um, I saw something on Pinterest like 10 years ago. And I'm like, I'm forever going to do this. And I went, I don't care. I don't care if I marry myself. I'm going to do this. But they had a jar where you pick one or the other. And it said Bob Ross or Rick Ross. And people just put their money in, you know, not like who shoves cake and whose face. I hate that. These are my favorite things I've ever seen. And I'm going to have jars at my wedding that have Bob Ross and Rick Ross on them. for my- Now, let me tell you how country I grew up. I didn't go to a wedding that did not have a cash bar until I was like in my 30s. And I was like, wait, the drinks are free. That's how country I grew up is that every wedding I went to was a cash bar. Like you had to pay for your drinks. Yeah. Um, did y'all have the dollar dance? Was that a thing? I've maybe one. I've maybe known one, but I'm not, it's not in our tradition wheelhouse. I was explaining it to Garrett because he was like, what the fuck is a dollar dance? And I was like, well, what happens is 
the bride goes over here and the groom goes over here. And then you get in your respective line, whether you're going to dance with the bride or groom and you have a dollar and you give them a dollar for a dance and you receive either like a shot of peach schnapps or a candy bar if you're a child. And by child, I mean like your parents either said yes or no, you can have the peach schnapps. That was full discretion <laughs> of each individual parent. But you, it was a way to give the bride and groom dollars, dollars. Oh, okay. oh no, I have done a dollar dance where I danced with yeah. my friend's husband, Matt. I gave him a dollar and I didn't know what it was, what it was. Somebody yeah. gave me a dollar to do the dollar. I was like, oh, what are we doing? We're lining up. Okay. There was no shots involved. Okay, there well, were no candy bars. Dang it. But also like $1 at a time hilarious you gotta earn it by dancing with like weird aunt velma it was always like the mother of the groom who was like running it and she got to decide how long you got to dance with each person so she was like all right moving on you're done move out let go come on get over here give me a dollar you want some candy get your candy yo you're gonna do a shot did your mother say you can have a shot okay take your shot go 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 the song's almost over dance like it was always very that i love you and i hope you Real quick, because it was supposed to be a like a really short check-in. Oh yeah, but sorry. I'm loving just hanging out with you. No, you're you're like giving me life and good advice, and I appreciate it. And so will the people. I want to mention your funny dance show. Yeah. Um. Thank you. You killed, you. It. You killed it. And you're amazing, and I'm so happy that you were like posting all about it. And I was like, yes, here's a new thing with your face in it. So I'm very excited. Is it like YouTubeable yet? Yes, there there are links on YouTube. I believe that you can go. Oh my god, you'll love you'll love this so much because I'm just such an asshole. There was a there's a YouTube link that it was going around on Facebook that's of of one of my dances that I did my solo dance and some girl named Jennifer Walsh I think or Jessica Walsh just wrote mm-hmm. on the comments because I read I think this shit is funny. She just wrote I hate this. And I was like, I wrote back and I was like, I'm sorry, Jessica. And then I wrote on her, I like went to her YouTube page and saw that like she had posted, (laughs) she posted some video of like her kid's school play singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And I just responded at the bottom. I hate this. (laughs) You're so wonderful. And I was like, fuck you, Jessica. I hate your kids. (laughs) Your kids recital stupid. And how dare you waste the internet? God, I love it. I can't help but to interact sometimes just because, you know, who cares? Who really does care? Like, come for me. It'll be the last thing you do. But it's probably like the highlight of her day, you know, that you did that. She's like, oh, my God. And then Googled the Max audio and was like, oh, my God, she's so cool. I love her now. Yeah, and then she helped my IMDb rating. So thanks, Jessica. (laughs) I like it so much. Well, I hope you guys stay super safe. You too. You too. I'm glad you and I both, we get to have this little fun daydream of like when just things are getting too rough, just stop and picture your perfect day. And uh, I hope you get that wonderful future wedding whenever you deem fit because just sit and enjoy it. You guys sound like you're doing great. You too, darling. Don't stress. I can't wait for you to like spend, I can't wait for you to have your wedding with your bridesmaids. I feel like that's, that's like you're you're like you're like my husband he's whatever it's me and my bride I know he's gonna look great but they're gonna cry for happy tears for me they're my champion so yep, it's your day yeah, it's yeah. your day with your girls <laughs> oh man you're such a pleasure and a joy please take good care wash your hands you too darling yes all right love you love you bye I hopped on the horn with our east coast darling miss mary alice and uh, we talked for way longer than we intended. 
to the point where we had to get off of our interview and then we just continued on the actual phone and just had the best phone date. It was nice. It feels like the therapy I needed that I didn't realize I needed to hop on the phone and talk to a friend. It was perfectly timed. You're going to enjoy her level of crazy feels real similar to like our level of crazy it's right now. relatable so, exactly it's pretty great my darling miss mary alice i'm so happy that we get to talk again on this because um we had an outpouring of people that were like obsessed with you after your episode which is <laughs> freaking awesome let's see so you guys have been in your home working from home doing all of your shit yeah it's it's been like been like waves of waves of uh Oh, oh shitness. I won't say seriousness. Like it was like, oh, this could be a thing. And then it's like, oh shit. And then it's like, oh shit. And it's just been like different. The tone of your voice when you say, oh shit, has just been deepening over the last three weeks. And then now we've started adding a sigh to it at the end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's really where we're at now. Yeah. Because of the children, let's be honest. It's really. I'm actually like, I'm envying my friends who had the. The wherewithal to not make people before God this happens. It, right? I'm so <laughs> jealous. I want to cry. I'm like rethinking all my life's choices. I like I'm talk like, oh, to, I have, I have a few friends without kids and I talk to them and I'm like, so what's it like? Like, what do you right? do? Are you just like watching movies and eating what you want? Cause that's really, that's really sexy to yeah. me right now. <laughs> yeah. Are you watching things you don't have to explain and pause? <laughs> Are you, are you eating things with that other people aren't putting their dirty little hands okay. into? How many people oh. have you made snacks for today? Zero? Say it again slowly. Oh, Say it again no. slowly so I can enjoy that. <laughs> it's so fucking true. It's, it's so, so funny. True. Yeah. Oh, I do have that one friend on social media. He's a dick, but I love him to pieces. <laughs> But he, he says the things when I post things about like mom memes. He's like, "You did this to yourself." I'm like, "Fuck you!" Oh, I know, man. I, you know I can what? still complain about it. He's like, "Well, yeah. all right, that's true." <laughs> it is. It's very. It's very challenging. I mean, <laughs> the thing that I've honestly, though, not to sound too cheese dicky about all this, but the thing about so far, I mean, there's going to be so many lessons learned. But oh, of the, course, the lesson I'm sitting with right now, especially this week, has just been like the grass is always greener. Like the grass. Oh. Is so, yes. like my next door neighbor is a one a dear friend of mine and she's just like a single gal in her 40s just like me or and she's you know home with her cats and she's just like I'm <sighs> just fucking home alone and I'm Aww. alone and I mean we yeah. chat we, we we stand six feet apart and we chat all the time it's no big deal but I'm just like that to me sounds like heaven <laughs> yes that is so true though like yeah okay I do envy our neighbors because they are pretty kick-ass and they're younger they just got married they're like in their early 30s they are choosing not to have children and they're totally stoked on it and i celebrate them and i think that's fucking awesome yeah. good for you guys they have motorcycles oh. I mean, come on, right i know i'm like go you they're redoing their front yard with all this stuff she has a coffee shop she owns she they're all they're very cute but they're like riding bikes together and i was thinking I want to go for a bike ride. Would right? that be fun? Yeah. And then I think about like what a clusterfuck it is to try to go <laughs> for a bike ride with a nine-year-old with like major attention <laughs> and social issues. I'm like, no, he's going to like abandon ship and want to walk away from his bike. Like this is all, none of this sounds fun. God damn it. No, no. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, but, all, it's all levels of unfun at this point. Okay. We're getting to the point where sun's coming out. I'm going to start busting out the lawn chairs and we're going to crack beers and drink wine in our driveways. Oh, in our hell yes. Hell yes. We've got that cul-de-sac life that I've always dreamed about having my own cult. 
in yes. a cul-de-sac. Yes. I mean, commune, not a cult. Oh, whatever. Cult it's it's a fine. It's a tomato, tomato, cult. tomato, tomato. It's fine. Right. I was voted most likely to start my own cult in high school. So I think that that's really right. yeah. Is that genuinely what you got with the superlatives. Right. It was really? pretty great. That's kind yeah. of amazeballs. Yeah, and I, well, I mean, I lead for evil. So, I mean, I guess that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. I actually, it's funny you said that. I just not less than three days ago asked the husband, I was like, where are the beach chairs? Like, I don't know where they are. Right. Um, and he's like, why? Because it's like March and we're like stuck at home. And I was like, because I'm, right. sticking, I'm sticking those motherfuckers on the front yard in like two yes. days and we're just going to like, exactly. that's what's, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. You're having an outdoor community at that point and that's, totally. it's going to happen. Yeah. I had a momentary, uh, like a, a kind of mind blowing realization today chatting with somebody wherein like, especially with all with my work and a lot of people's jobs, they're just like frantically trying to catch up with technology and figure out like, Oh shit, like we have to get online and we have to do meetings and zoom and blah, blah, blah. And the schools are all frantically trying to get like a technologically advanced, but then in, in a similar sense, like there's another part of your life that's like reversing the other way. Like, Right. My, I agree. Yeah, like my son and his, like one of his best friends lives like a block away and they are now communicating with like walkie talkies. And I saw that and it warmed my heart and it was so straight out of Goonies. Right? That it, like, oh my God. It gave right. me goosebumps. Yeah. And I was like, like Goonies, yeah, I wish I had walkie talkies right now. Goonies never say die. And they're like no leaving, leaving notes on each other's porches. Oh, and it's just like, oh it's suddenly God. it's like for some, on one end of your life, it's like 1984. Right. And like the other end of your life is like frantically trying to catch up to what 2020 should be anyway. It's weird. Oh. It's like this like simultaneous push back and push forward as fast as we can. <laughs> It's the weirdest void. That's funny that you say that because that's exactly what I was feeling. I just didn't really put it in perspective till you said it out loud. My husband used to work predominantly from home when mm. Aiden was a toddler and it wasn't fun for anyone, <laughs> but it, it worked at the time because Aiden was less loud and less large. Right. <laughs> but he was much smaller, easier to contain. He now is kind of like the co-captain of the working from home thing because they don't do that where he's at now very often yeah so he knows what he's doing so he feels like his skills are being put to really good use i am like texting recipes to people that are sending me photos of their pantry oh my god i'm like it's like chopped championships for someone else's that's fantastic i'm like I'm I'm like okay, FaceTime me because I see lentils, but I don't know what that jar is. Like I need to like figure your shit out. Are those but French lentils? I need specifics, right. motherfucker. Exactly. Do you have broth? Oh, you don't. Right. No, fuck that then. Yeah. Never mind. If you don't have like, marsupial, I can't talk to you. <laughs> it's so serious. I ask them if they have a certain thing. They're like, why would I just have scallions? Why is that a thing? I always I have scallions. I've never I have scallions. Why do you not have scallions? <sighs> Right? That's what I was saying. I was like, how about a green onion, y'all? Like, it's the same thing. Exactly. There's people that have scallions all the time, and there's people that don't. And you and I are kindred, we're kindred spirits. Right? (laughs) And I like, I smiled at your lemon cake or your lemon tart that you, your beautiful almond cake. I feel like you and I are the only two that if we posted recipes, we'd be like, I think we're like one ingredient shy of being able to do what that person just did. Right? That And that shit, that was totally one of those things where I saw it and I was like, when I saw the recipe, I don't remember where, it was on New York Times, I think. And I was just like, holy crap, I have everything I need to do that. And then a week later, I was like, well, now we're stuck at home. I'm totally going to do this. Yeah. And it was delicious. And oh. interestingly, uh, my children liked it too, which oh. I was pretty impressed with because it was a bit of a refined situation. Right? With the taste. Isn't it weird? Like there's weird 
fancy shit that Aiden will eat where I'm like also don't get hooked on that because holy shit that's expensive <laughs> like exactly like he only wants to go to Olive Garden for calamari nice. oh 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 okay like but not the tentacles just the tubes <laughs> I think he thinks they're like meat onion rings. I don't know. They, aren't they though, really? They really are, basically. But it's kind of funny because like he calls LaCroix lemon water. Now he's gotten better. He'll tell me he'll like ask for berry water or pamplemousse. Oh, nice. Pamplemousse. Pamplemousse is my favorite when he says that. Yeah. Bit. It cracks me up. Does he say pamplemousse? Yes, he does. Because he can read perfectly. He cannot communicatively speak. so But he can say pamplemousse. And so that's just, my heart is bursting. I love it. They now have the fancy flavors that came out. The limoncello one. He could say that just fine. He sounds like a weird little Mario when he says he's. But then (laughs) the hibiscus one, he just calls it biscuit water. Yes! Which I'm like, there you go. There you go. That's a really good band name. (laughs) He sounds fancy until he's like, yo, give me some of that biscuit water. Mama, I want some of your biscuit water yeah biscuit water biscuit water headline Lollapalooza for sure it's so fucking true has three members and they all play they all play bass I'm gonna make a biscuit water logo um after we hang up this phone call I'm gonna get on photoshop and and make that make that happen send it to me we'll post it I love that shit that cracks me up yes I'm not familiar with these LaCroix flavors that you're speaking of they were in California um, when we went down there last oh. last fall and then all of a sudden they showed up up here part of me thinks i can thank the pandemic because nice. i feel like they were running out of standard flavors and they're like fine <laughs> send the la water up to the yokels in oregon right? I, I have never seen such such amazing exciting flavors it's down. delicious i will say the limoncellos tastes a lot like avon lemon soap smells oh it has I don't a know hint of that. vanilla aiden he loves that shit but i hide the hibiscus because i think it's my new favorite my mm-hmm. my ears perked up when you said that because yeah. my hands down my hands down number one favorite bubbly water product of all time which i don't get very often is the trader joe's hibiscus mm-hmm. i think it's hibiscus lemon grass yes yeah. it's basically the fucking nectar of the gods is what it is and it's, <laughs> it's so good it is very good and i have had that and i like that since we're okay. drinking i'll tell a fun drinking story <clears throat> I'm ready. so once upon a time when i turned 21 i sprayed myself from head to toe in my new birthday fragrance that my roommate bought me lemony floral bullshit well mm-hmm. i drank way too much that night because 21 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah probably died twice <laughs> it was rough <laughs> But forever, that body spray reminds me of being horrifically sick. Oh, right. It's weird. This power of smell is immensely powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so bad that I feel like the LaCroix that is the limoncello smells and tastes like like sadness it takes you there oh yeah 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 i have a similar story which i absolutely cannot relate to you because no one should, no one should hear it not really unpleasant but it's about a, a peppermint candle and we're not going to talk about it but i'm just going to say to this day certain there's certain fake peppermint smells that bring me to another similar place of, of horrific sickness and we're not going to have something to do with schnapps <laughs> let's just leave that for that can be an Aiden flavor that I don't ever have to drink yeah it's perfectly fine nobody wants to drink sadness (laughs) 20 year old remorse that sounds fantastic speaking of fun birthdays I think I'm probably slated to spend my 40th birthday in quarantine holy shit when's your birthday 
May 1st. Oh, I think girl. That's, here's the twist. 40, I don't actually know that I wanted to truly celebrate it. So I think I'm okay with it. You know, my 40th, <laughs> my 40th came and went and it was just like, it was like a fucking any other Tuesday. And yeah. I was kind of, I think I had like a half a moment of being mad about that. And then I decided, you know what? 40 is not the time. Like we're just, we're busy. Uh-uh. Things are happening. I think 50 is when you let shit go I kind of think that too. Yeah, 50s when you're just like, oh, hell yes. I think I'm going to be in my element at 50. I want to be wearing a jumpsuit. Like, and yeah, yeah, and some glitter glitter and like, I want to be known for probably always having a sun hat on and probably some kind of canned goods in my eco-friendly car. That's who I want to be. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm into that. I think I'll look forward to 50 because I feel like it feels easier. Yeah. I feel like 40 came on too fast and I'm not really there. I have, yeah, I, I didn't, I, I had a moment where I was like, should I have done something important for my 40th birthday? And I was just like, you know what? Nobody else did. We're all just like, ah, we've got kids. It's fine. 40 doesn't feel monumental at the moment. Make 43 monumental. Like decide. That's true. That 42 is the the answer to the universe anyway. So it's like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think I celebrate the kids' birthdays a lot more than like Aiden's turning 10 in June, thankfully. Like, and also he doesn't give a shit about holidays. Yeah. That Any weird panic purchases? Anything you're uh, <laughs> hoarding intentionally or unintentionally? Oh, Anything man. weird that you're doing? <laughs> yeah, it's happening. Um, my, so this is the most embarrassing one. My mother, early on, this was like a, a month ago, my mother told me about this brand of like ultra pasteurized milk. Ooh. And she's like, it's called Fair, Fair Life or Fair Lane. It starts with an F and there's a little cow on the cover. Anyway, it's like super ultra pasteurized. And I guess she had bought it once by accident, but then realized that when she brought it home, that the expiration date was like three months from whatever the date was. Oh. So my mom's like, you got to buy this milk because like, it know, lasts forever. Right. So anyway, I've, I've been like, <laughs> I've been like hoarding this dumbass milk. So I buy like regular milk because we're not, it's not like it's not available, but then yeah. I have like, I have four half gallons of this other milk that will expire in, in June, just in case. Oh my God. Um, my freezer is so full. Yeah. It is embarrassing. I can commiserate. We're freezer people too. Yeah. It's embarrassing. And it's also just like, because I'm off my game, um, my whole gross, I mean, I don't want to get into my whole, like how I grocery shop and how I menu plan, but like my whole game has been shot because I, I have been a, um, online pull up to the drive-in yeah. shopper for many years that's how, that's how I've always done it bring that stuff to my porch I didn't realize how much I was okay with this behavior <laughs> we've been joking that I'm as far as work is concerned I'm an I'm an extrovert but uh, as far as like normal life I like to keep to myself and I didn't really realize it until now right this is really yeah. making me realize who I've become because I've been <laughs> doing instant cart and amazon shit are you like so mad that everyone else is doing it now yeah because now there's no time slots and I feel like exactly. But I'm like, you whores are ruining this for my normal life. Oh. I just was like, I, I've been doing this since 2013, bitches. Like, get off my Thank you. Really frustrating. So there's no slots for no. my my normal grocery store has no slots for pickups. This has been a huge change for me. I've been doing something which I never have not done truly in six years, which is going to the actual grocery store and grocery shopping. I haven't left the house in like I've, three weeks, except for like one, one trip to the garden center nice. because they were closing and I needed to pick up 
my vegetables. You got, well, you got a death priority. You're fucking priority. I've been, I've been out three times, twice to the grocery store and once one trip that was the best trip, which was the liquor store and ice cream shop. Oh, that girl. That's See priorities. Yeah. I like that. Well, and the husband hits the liquor store. He gets everything on my list. So it's like I have instant nice. card. It's just husband, it's husband card. card. I need to. I need to get on that. I need to. I need to. I need to, I need to get on that angle. Yeah. I think if he likes the break of going, and he's already kind of very careful. Yeah. He doesn't really enjoy people being in his bubble. He doesn't want anybody standing a hell of a lot closer to him than normal. So he's already that guy. So I think he shops quarantine style right. anyway. <laughs> Stay six feet away from the nearest person. He's the, he's the OQS original quarantine style. Right. Touches minimal products. Right. He knows without touching which avocado is perfect and just grabs the right one with one guess he knows it's very true he does pick good avocados that's actually not wrong that's probably accurate (laughs) he's got the the power see that's marriage goals find you a spouse you can send to the store with a produce list and they will bring home produce you would have picked oh that's actually shit that's huge i feel like i just explained a portion of our awesome marriage i gotta say i'm 19 years in and i don't know if i could say that i have that So I told him to get me daikon radish yesterday. Wow, wow. And he goes, if they have it. And I was like, oh my God, be still my heart. He knows knows. that Safeway barely ever has daikon radish. (laughs) And then he brings home, we're so pompous, what the fuck. But he, he brings home, he's like, Look at this monster. It's like as big as my arm. <laughs> I'm sorry. This was the smallest one. I was like, no, no, no. I'm going to pickle the shit out of the rest of that. Give me goes, that. Okay, Give me that radish, baby. It was so cute. He was like stressed because he thought he picked the wrong Aww. one. And I was pleased that it was massive. That was such a great idea. I could write a whole, a whole like off color story about that. That's a whole thing. Hey. Hey. You know what? That is, that's some, um, that's some grocery store right? porn right there. I every like girl, that. every girl likes to be surprised by the size of the daikon radish that comes home. If you know what I I'm mean, it's pretty serious. I mean, what? get you a man that knows all about that daikon radish. He'll bring home the D <laughs> and that's what it means. Oh my god, I'm 19 shades of crimson right now. It's oh, me too. That's hilarious. This is actually like the best happy hour I've had in quite Seriously. some time. Oh, so I've already panic dyed my hair. Have you done that? Yet? So, wow, it's really crazy you said that. I um I was a I was a serial hair dyer from the time I was 16 to the time that my first child was born, which was um, 10 years ago. Cuz you had all the rainbow colors. Yeah, I was sure. I was blonde and black and stripes and things and and then Spencer was born and then I just sort of stopped because I was like Ugh, I'm a mom I'm tired and I stopped it's also hard to feel like you look like a crazy person with a kid it's easier to justify when you haven't made a exactly. person yet I and think. It, yeah it's not that I, I just it was more like a it was a it was truly mostly just it was a financial decision I was like I can't be spending that kind of money but like the the Instagram ads for the damn hair dyes are hitting me hard this week Girl, this week yeah. I'm just like should I dye my hair blue right now like I think I should do it like I think I could I think the wigs got me <laughs> there's if I see another ad for wigs I'm gonna freak mm. out and then I have a friend who's very good at mm. wigs and she's just doing it like and she's a like a normal person not like an influencer or anything <laughs> she's just rocking wigs daily like it's oh her my job God, I've, got and I'm wigs. Like, oh, I've got lots of Halloween wigs I should just bust those out tomorrow will you please I, Can, I, I wish I had more because like Bonnie has all I the have like wigs. three decent wigs Ugh. I have an Amy Winehouse wig and then I've got like <gasps> two two blue wigs from various and sundry Halloween effort see I bet I have a blonde one I, around yeah I need somewhere. to get a blonde one I don't have blonde you know what I really want to do though what 
I want to install, I actually thought of this earlier today. Um, last weekend, mm-hmm. one of my dearest friends was supposed to have been married. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. So the big, the big, amazing wedding was supposed to happen last Saturday and it didn't happen. Aww. And she was very, very level-headed about it. It was fine. It was amazing. And she's, she's an awesome person. But so all of the girls that were going to be like, you know, the, her posse, we had like, like you were just talking about like our sort of drunken uh, online Your meetup. FaceTime. Yeah. We had a FaceTime. We basically had, we decided, okay, Friday night's rehearsal dinner. Let's just like FaceTime. And so she said, I need you to be in like formal wear oh. because it would have, it would have been like my wedding. Oh my and so we're God, like, fine. That's so cute. That gave me goosebumps. That's really cute. There were, there were various levels of effort. But- <laughs> <laughs> Um, but then it like really struck something with me. And I've seen this in other places online too. Laura Lipman, she's a Baltimore writer who I adore. And she's posting these pictures on Twitter where she's just like going the complete opposite of everybody. She's just like, fuck it. I'm wearing like, she's wearing like disco sequined like, pantsuits every day. Okay. And I'm just like, I think like what I really want to do. And I think I'm going to start tomorrow is I'm going to install formal wear Fridays. <sighs> And just like wear the fanciest stuff and put on a full ass face of makeup and do crazy things Um, with my hair. And I would do that with you on a Friday. Let's do it. I like this. I like this. I'll I'll even normal Friday. I'll even FaceTime you if you want. That would be we FaceTime formal FaceTime formal Friday. That's like a triple. I will do it. That's a triple F. Let's like triple. Let's triple F on a Friday. That's terrifying. <laughs> Gosh. So Aiden's doing school from home. Are you guys doing school from home? We are. We've been getting the jam on. We're getting the Google the Google Classroom jam online. So here's a sweet autism silver lining. Ugh. Yeah. No, it's rad, actually. Every once in a while, I feel like I dodged a very uh, atypical, normal <laughs> bullet because my kid right? gives zero fucks about real life sometimes. He has thought this whole time that this is basically just school's done and he's waiting for camp Hmm. like oh nice good and bad because he's like buses are done coming to get me so where's camp so then when his chromebook and his homework packets got picked up from the school i brought him home and he was like no no well uh this is interesting because i've really done nothing with him because he hasn't asked for school the silver lining is I don't have to explain what this is. It's great. Yeah. Like that's actually cool. Like he doesn't yeah, there's just like it's just yeah. this is what we're doing yeah. now. The only thing he's mad about is that Red Robin's closed. Um, <laughs> aren't we all right? aren't we all right. mad that Red Robin's Well and closed. I told him that too. And then I, I he I had to look it up on their website and show him that there were no oh, hours of opportunity. No. I had to sell it to this kid because he's like he's like a grown up when it comes to like believing it when he sees it. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> It's like, you're full of shit, woman. I don't get it. And I had to show him that there's caution tape around the play structure at our park. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. But the nice thing is, that's it. He he was like, okay, well, that logic makes sense. The silver lining is, those make sense, and there's no weird And then there's no argument. There's no argument. Like, it's just like, that's a fact. There's no bargaining. There's no invention of idea of... Extended grief. Yeah. You know where some kids go to like, well, most kids actually, luckily just everybody but my kid, um, they go to that place where they're like, well, when is it going to be? Right. Right. You're like, I don't fucking know any of these answers. Some of my friends are like, I'm going to, I'm going to kill my kid. He's asked me 17,000 questions. And I'm like, Aiden has only asked for Cheetos and (laughs) pizza rolls. So I'm good. (laughs) 
seriously though, Shannon, that's like, I need to carry that with me going forward. It's because I think that people whose brains are wired that way are so much more capable of living in the moment and being present. And it's like, fucking learn how to do that and just know that like, like that's those, man. That's cool. Let's have some Cheetos. Like that's just where my life should be right now. Like he's just very black and white with a lot of stuff. Yeah. And I'm very, I feel very lucky a lot of the time because I'm kind of wired a little more black and white. Aiden and I kind of see eye to eye on some of the logic of some of this shit, which is very, that's awesome. I'll take him outside and be like, it's raining. We can't go out and play. It's too muddy. And he's like, mud. Oh, and then he goes inside and I'm like, and that's all. And that's it. And then that's it. It's very simple. I, I live in a house of, of three boys oh, and men. a boy dog. I mean, yeah. three boys and a boy dog. Oh, I have, yeah. I, I am the only white chromosome in this entire jam situation um it's rough anyway i but i'm really struck by what you said though because it's Mm -hmm. like we should all just be a little more aiden like and just be like cool 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 yeah all right oh yeah it's weird this is a weird time to be alive this is really bizarre i'm actually feeling closer with my friends that live across the country or in Alaska or Hawaii than I am with people that live literally within the same city as me. I feel very much the same way. It's an odd, it's an odd trajectory of like my Baltimore friends, like the, my girlfriends and my, like my besties in town. I, I kind of like stopped. I wouldn't say stop talking to, but I'm not really checking in with them, but all of a sudden I'm like, sending letters and postcards to like literally I've like I've hit the U.S. postal service like it's my my job I love that though resuscitate my desire to have 150 pen pals I love pen pals and Aiden loves pen pals I'm I've been a pen pal junkie my entire life and Bonnie and I too yeah it's just it's a thing with me getting mail is like there is truly no other greater pleasure in my life than receiving a piece of pen. I used to literally watch for the mailman like my whole natural life. And now our, our mailbox is at the end of the cul-de-sac. I'm, I am d- totally weird about it. And we have a mailbox that's adjacent. It's a- attached to our house. When it comes, there's like this very decided oh. thunk. And it's the most satisfying sound in the world. And I love it. And then I run out and then usually it's just bills, but I'm just like, whatever. I just got some stuff. You got free packages, no matter what they are. It's like parcels. It's like, it's like up there in terms of like sounds that bring me the most pleasure in my life. I don't mean to get weird, but I really like it. Oh God, I love it. This is fun facts. This house was built in 1926 and we're the third owners. Ooh, for sure. Dead people. The first owners died in this house oh my god and that, yeah and we and like my next door neighbors like can I just like go off on a tangent do it my next door neighbors uh I should say neighbor it's terrible um she is like my parent my mom's age right mm-hmm. but when they moved into their house they were newlyweds and the people that owned this house were like older folks oh and like so like she saw them like become old and then they passed away and blah 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 and so then when we moved into this house it was like a role reversal and they were like you know it's just like circle of life shit totally but like the people that owned this house originally um the guy that it was a it was a married couple and he was a judge and ended up being a u.s senator and there's a photo of them that's that the i guess was left from the original owner's children to the second owners and then they left it for us anyway i'm getting off on a tangent 
know what the point is. We redid our kitchen about 10 years ago and we completely demoed everything. And we found a time capsule that she had left (gasps) in the wall. Oh my God. That's what I live for. Oh my God. I mean, I almost, I almost barfed. It was the most emotional thing. So when they, they, they pulled out all the walls in our kitchen, we found two things. We found, so they had redone the bathroom in the fifties and she had stuck a time capsule, a little like, Oh, clear, clear plastic enamel box with like a very Catholic. It was like a prayer card and some like money and like a business card from her husband and a little note. And then this is even better, actually. Oh my God. In the rafters of the kitchen, like way up in the roof, they found an empty bottle. Okay. But like this house was built in 1926, which was during the prohibition. Yeah. yeah. So like it was straight up a fucking bottle of moonshine. Hell yeah. it was wrapped in a Baltimore Sun newspaper from 1926. It just it's this random empty liquor bottle. And then our contractor, when he w- was up in there, he was laughing and he said there was this one like piece of the rafter where the nails were actually like they were put in backwards, like not oh, the right way. Right. Like I, I mean, I don't know anything about con- you know yeah, woodworking yeah. or house building, but he was like, no, this is like totally backwards. And also, here's this bottle of liquor that like whoever was putting in the roof in left up probably here. fucking hammered. There was some drunk guy in 1926 putting our roof together and he left his booze in our, in our roof and we found it in like 2009 and it was like the greatest moment of my life. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. I fucking love that. This has been the best therapy for this because I did not realize how much we were isolating ourselves from talking to people just in general. So yes. this is awesome. And also just not talking about the thing. Yeah. You know? And just talking about like life in this moment is a little fucking weird and that's perfectly fine. And right. you can commiserate about stuff and be like, yeah, this is so fucking weird without making it just dismal as hell. Right. Cup's half full no matter how you slice it. It just might be beer or piss. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're working with right now. And- greatest really? metaphor I've ever heard and I want to tattoo it on my arm oh my god I love you this is your cup <sighs> it's a couple of yellow liquid whether or not it's beer or urine it is up to you to decide That's exactly choice. oh my god exactly. I love you. Oh, perfect so good. okay and right. break okay go bye <laughs> hey Bonnie hey Shannon <laughs> you got to talk to Miss sugar sugar piper and probably her minion too because i'm sure that child is in close proximity honey pj was in full effect co-hosting and you get to hear an original joke oh i'm looking forward it's so cute i'm looking forward to this so much it's cool it's salty it's adorable and it's sweet and it's wonderful and of course there's some crazy stories in there because of sugar oh my god let's get into that hello sugar can you hear me Yes, I can. You sound beautiful and wonderful. Oh my God. <laughs> you and I this morning. <laughs> Hi, Punky Jean. Hey, Punky Jean, she said. Hi. Hi. Hi, Bonnie. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're the cutest. Are you being good for mommy? She is. She, I don't know how she did this, but she, when I was outside for a second, she turned off her show. And asked Alexa to play 70s folk music for me. Oh, my gosh. Yes. She's been doing that. She's so smart. What she say when you say I love you? Thank you. That's very nice of you to say. That's what she says. 
Oh my gosh. I told her it's because Alexa doesn't have feelings like real humans. How are you guys all doing? I mean, we are used to being at the house a lot, so we're doing mm-hmm. pretty well. And I'm usually very uh, anxiety ridden, but I've just, you know, accepted the fact that this may be the end of the world, just the beginning of the end. And maybe my crazy mother was right. So, oh. and, some, <laughs> and somehow I'm calm. <laughs> And I'm just like, oh, well, yeah, of course. It is what it is. Yeah, we just, we wanted to check in with all of our lovely guests and just see how everyone's doing, where they're located. So who's in your quarantine posse? Uh, My quarantine posse is Punky Jean. She's four. She's actually the best person to quarantine with um, because I've been doing it already for a long time. Yeah, four years. No, and uh, you've been practicing, right? But my husband works every day, so he he's definitely like not touching people and trying to be as safe as possible. But we're still exposed because you know he comes in and out. I mean, his shoes, mm-hmm. his hands. I like make him wash down when he gets in. Like, don't touch her. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, anytime we get like a new human in the house, a new human, you're allowing new humans in the house. Oh no, the same one. no, <laughs> yeah, the same one. But anytime a human comes into the house that they've been outside, we basically just are like, it's me. It's I feel I've never felt more like a controlling type A psychopath. Oh my God. I'm not normally. I'm very very chill about it, but I'm like, um, hi, oh yeah, so happy to see you. Um, go take a shower, right, exactly. like full on, like scrub everything, but. But wash your hands before you even like wash your yes. face because I'm at that point. And it's you never think about all the little things that touch the world until you have like 10 sandy wipes left <laughs> and you're like, okay, what's most important to wipe down right now? Oh my God, I've been crying. I, I'm, I use too much toilet paper all the time. It's kind of a joke with us. So I've been really trying. We had a giant pack and every time I have to replace the roll, I'm like, Ugh. every time it goes down, you're like, yeah. all right, survivor skills, let's kick them in. I get <laughs> we're not down to survivor mode yet. <laughs> Thank God. Not yet. You know what? If it comes down to it, and I'm just eating like a single hard boiled egg as my meal today, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I could don't. I mean, if Bobby, things get Bobby, real bad, but Bobby, we, we're Bobby, we're just Bobby, fine Bobby, right Bobby, now. Bobby, Bobby. Yes, honey. You want to dress up like Cinderella? Can you give me 10, 15 minutes to talk to my friend? And then I will. Okay, go close the door. Thank you. I love you. Oh, you want to stay inside? Can you be quiet? Okay, sit down. I love you. <laughs> oh, that's so nice of you. To say. <laughs> How nice of you. She's she a computer baby. She doesn't have any feelings. Hey, Would you go close? I've been seeing people posting like illustrations and stuff. They're real beautiful artwork, and it's keeping me up. But somebody posted something the other day that said, it's okay not to do shit. And it's just somebody laying on the couch on their phone. And I was like, I need to do that more. I have that anxiety of like, I'm running behind in life and I should be cleaning and I should be staying busy. And then my body was like, bitch, sleep in. Just chill. But I did so much of that before. Now that this is happening, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, great. I literally can't go anywhere and I have no excuse to go through the junk drawers and like clear all these little piles of things that are similar items <laughs> you did it too far in advance you should have taken a month off before covid to clean just so you had something to so do so then i could just mm-hmm. like i was just gonna make a joke about mushrooms but i can't never mind <laughs> <laughs> why do we 
Why do people like mushrooms? Why? Because I'm Dr. Because they don't like them. <laughs> I love them, and I'm in a household full of people that hate them. So when I make them, I get the stinky faces when I cook them. Like, oh, I can smell your mushrooms. I'm like, listen, I bared through you cutting cilantro the other day, and it burned my soul like I was a vampire. So deal with my mushroom smell. It smells like butter and salt. My sis- I have one, one of my sisters. I have three sisters. But one of them swears she's allergic to onions. But I don't think she is. She just doesn't like the smell or she doesn't like them. And so she like freaks out if somebody's cooking with onions or she's so uh so she's just not gonna leave. She's gonna be here through the interview. Are they any questions oh, that fine. she can't be around for? No, no, no. They're all, all right. just I'm... good good, wholesome, quarantine questions. I'm gonna try and be really um, optimistic. Be a, Ugh, okay. you. Okay, we, we really want people to hear how everyone is just like literally we're all in the trenches together kids kids sounds are welcome we we've been doing interviews where there's like dogs barking people like i'm so sorry we're like literally this is what we're trying to get we want to see how you're trapped because we're all trapped and hearing that you know you sugar are at home we're all trapped together we're all trapped together everyone stay at home i retweeted god today several people i think that go as god on twitter but usually this one's like really hilarious but today he's kind of optimistic so i retweeted it because i hope it's true retweet i don't follow god well you better start bitch I should. I know. He wrote, when the virus subsides, humanity finally realizing the harm and folly of national, <laughs> racial, and religious divisions will overcome its innate egotism and truly fully unite to save the planet and attain a higher level of spiritual consciousness. Normally, he just says, like, silly shit. <laughs> but, uh, but, get out of here, PJ. You cannot hear these words I'm saying. She's just laughing at me. Like, she knows the bad words. I told her all the bad words so that she won't say them, but now she knows when I say them. <laughs> so we have an eight-year-old in the house that likes to use words that aren't cuss words, but he says them, like, he says heckin' and he says frickin', but he's like, oh, I stubbed my freaking toe. And I'm like, you have to stop cussing. And lately his thing has been to go, oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's that's new cuss people. Word. Yeah, PJ makes up her own little girl uh, curse words. She puts them, uh, she whispers in the microwave and then she pulls them out and then she says it a different way. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of microwaves, are you guys like cooking up in the house all the time? Are you guys ordering food? What is the food oh my God. in there? We ordered food one time. We spent like $150 on sushi from oh. our favorite sushi place. And then immediately I'm like, we are literally risking our lives. It's not even like that blowfish or anything. We're just risking our lives accepting food from outside sources because you don't know who's there, but you know. Yes. I mean, you don't know where you're going to get it. No. If you get it. And I'm picturing everyone like, you know, wearing gloves while prepping, bagging it up, but it's the dude from Postmates that maybe has bare hands and grabs the food and takes the soy sauce packets, tosses them in before he ties up the bag. And I'm looking at that soy sauce packet like, are you going to give me trouble? Do I need to wipe? I don't think her? the Postmates guy puts the soy sauce. Back. Yeah, no, I watched somebody at Grubhub. I was at a fast food <laughs> place and he was collecting the order and they like gave him a bag of stuff. And then he went over to the condiment section and like put in napkins, put in the ketchup, put in all the stuff with his hands. And this is before. Oh, that is 
not something I knew. I don't know. I guess it depends on the place you're ordering it from. But in my mind, I'm like, there's just so many weird little things. We've been in for 20 days. And that was the first time we'd ordered anything. So we needed something from... (laughs) Just an outside source. You're like, I need to feel normal right now. 20 days is a lot. By day, I think, seven, I had my first cry on the porch by myself watching the rain moment where I was like, this is hard. How do people do this? I'm losing my mind a little bit. I know. I feel bad for people who do a lot of things and run around and do stuff just they're just because they're going going start crazy but I'm really feeling bad for like the suicide hotlines are going crazy yeah I mean I feel bad people like in abusive home situations are stuck with people that you know exactly everybody's like stay home and they say you don't know what home is for other what home is like and then yeah yeah, and then and then these people are losing their jobs too so that's Mm -hmm. not making them happy and they're drinking more probably you know Mm -hmm. if they drink too much and they're stuck at home and I feel like everybody Everybody's got it worse than she and I do. So I have little weep for humanity <laughs> here and there, uh, mm-hmm. probably once a day. But it's having the having all the littles helps too, just because yes. you can't be in your own head for more than a second because they're like, "Hey, oh, remember yeah. me? I'm still here. I'm yeah. doing all this stuff. This what I made. Yeah. Where are the markers?" Yeah. And you're like, "Oh, I gotta shake this off." Yeah, I know. I'm always like, if I'm in a bad mood, she'll come in and just say something hilarious and cute, and I'm like, "Ugh, I can't even be annoyed with you." Because you're so cute. <laughs> yeah, you got you got lucky. You got the adorable sprite over there. Thank Does you. she understand? Like, do you guys talk about the situation and what's the happening? Virus? Happening, like routines that have been disrupted, like going to the park or being outside. Well, or... she doesn't get to go to her dance class, but her dance teacher started filming with the other teachers, like things for their YouTube, so she can like dance along at home. Yeah, I mean, oh, and she's missing. She she does a little speech class, so she's not doing that, but. We're, we're communicating with the teacher and they're trying to work out something where they can do like a FaceTime or something. It's amazing what everyone can kind of work around, just the school situation for kids and people working from home. Yeah, you're lucky if you can work at home. The internet is a crazy magic tool. And so when did, when some of the other, like the Black Plague and tra- tragic stuff, did they just go try and go around and do their stuff? They didn't stay home, huh? They just like went no, around with they didn't. On. They didn't, and I feel like an after PJ sleep situation, you should listen to a podcast called This Podcast Will Kill You. It's two gals named Erin. They're scientists, and they go over all the history of all the different diseases. Like, each episode's a different one, so you can listen to one about the Black Plague, and it talks about, like, the origin, how it spread, what people didn't know, how they were treating it, and if it was crazy, and how the cure came about. Oh, honey, like, you were... (laughs) you were trying to do the weirdest things as a cure and you just thought people were witches and you thought you were cursed by demons yeah yeah Yeah. so I'm like it's come a long way so it's I think that's the weird thing about being a human right now is we all feel invincible because we have technology and when something comes up that's like a ghost you know it's like yeah. we can't see it we we don't understand it fully yet they're still learning about it if you get out of here for 15 minutes you get ice cream all right. Thank that's you. bribery at its finest. Yeah. What are we going to do? You know? <laughs> no, that's like the perfect situation. Do you guys have like 
special treats in your house that you're like craving do you like to go shopping do you order your is it like a routine for you I normally like to go grocery shopping myself I go like to two different stores but now he's doing it and so I just get what I give him a list I'm very lucky in that way when I go to the grocery store I get very specific things so I'm like ooh, we love this but we get the orange box you know so I find that like if I have to send somebody else I'm that girl that's like sending a photo being yeah. like, I, I need this, but I need, can you get this? He's grabbing things that I didn't even ask for that we needed that I didn't even, oh, genius. that are mine, things that I wanted. So he's really being on top of oh, it. You got it good. I'm very lucky. That's fantastic. I went grocery shopping yesterday for the first time in a while. Like we did big shopping a while ago. And then I'm the crazy person that like learned from my mom. And I have all these like childhood memories of like, putting bread in the freezer. My mom used to go like big bulk shopping at yeah. the actual like bread bakery store, get tons of discounted bread and put it in the freezer. Cause like four kids wondered about, I thought, I thought that maybe my family had done that. Cause I remember there being bread in the freezer and I asked mm-hmm. them, does it thaw out well? Like normal? Yeah, it's like perfect. And I do it. Whoa. Like I keep my bread, I get like sourdough and stuff. So I keep my bread where I can just take out like one at a time and just toast it. And then all the bread, it's just forever bread. It's whenever wow. I want it. All right. Yeah. So I got a bunch of bread and stuff there. And then we ran out of bread. And I was like, oh, yeah, I got bread in the freezer. I went crazy on milk and eggs and butter and stuff. And I was like, this is awesome. But Shannon also has chickens and lives really close to me. So <sighs> she's been ghosting by and, like, dropping off, like, fresh chicken eggs and bone broth. You know, she's being pioneer Aww. woman over there. She's churning butter, sugar. She's churning butter. I'm so glad you're talking about this random thing. Because I we're out of bread. And I was just thinking about freezing bread the other day and I really want to move away to I want to have like a house in a cave (laughs) but like a farm (laughs) around it and you know grow but I I'm terrible at that so like I have a couple of friends and some family that like do bees and like you know I have a friend who has chickens and all that stuff my sister has chickens I really want to get into that I'm like half of me wants to move so bad away like to make like a little a commune or like your own definitely yes um, section of land where like all your neighbors are your homies and you guys all trade what would you barter for like if you have a chicken gal you have a honey gal (laughs) What would you be offering them in trade? This is the thing is I cannot grow anything. I don't know how to do any farm type. I don't know anything about livestock. (laughs) Like like I would I would need to join somebody else's cult or whatever. Real talk. It's a cult. I've been I'm looking around, so I'm auditioning a few. You're like, I'm willing to learn. I'm I'm willing to help you churn your butter. But my friends I'm talking about this, my friends are like yeah, do that. And then I'll come live with you. And I mean, it's like my hot girlfriends. Um, I don't think so. I'm going to start like, not a sister wife or commune where my hot girlfriend and it's just like my husband there. No, thank you. <laughs> at least you keep it so real. Well, I don't know. I might have to consider it because I need some extra hands. <laughs> you're like, you, yes, you can be a sister wife, but you're like, you have to wear the sheet. Yeah. Like, please put on this smock Definitely. and um, just wipe your face clean. And if you could, if you could get a little flu, you're going to need to do your hair really badly. If you you could look like you're on the first day of your period, that'd be great. I really would appreciate it. (laughs) Shannon and I have all of our like Girl Scout skills growing up. So we can cook, she can make all kinds of crazy food stuff. So we're, we're talking about forever. We've talked about like, let's start a commune and we'll have like a lake in the middle and it'll be separated by woods and we'll have like a camping area to feel like we're getting away. 
and then everyone can bring their skill sets. We have like a woodworking friend. We have lots of seamstress friends. We have lots of chef friends. We have a bee gal. We have the whole thing. So I was like, let's just do the thing. Let's just, now's the time to buy a plot of land. Do you think you might need a Marilyn Monroe impersonating waitress? (laughs) (laughs) Because besides acting, that's about... It'll be like Zumba classes, but for like tap and jazz. But I'm, I'm, let me tell you, I do all of that. I do a little bit of everything, but I'm not really great at any of it. (laughs) I'm not saying you have to be good. Zumba people go in there and they're just having a great time. So let's just go in there and flap our feet about and call it a day. Flap our feet and arms about. And we'll pay you in honey and butter and clothing. (laughs) All right. No, I'll just learn how to do something. I am definitely okay with learning. Hey, PJ, did you want that ice cream? Because I thought we had a deal. Oh, wow. You're reneging on the deal because you're on the inside of that door. I love that you just used the word reneging on the four-year-old. No, I love it. I think I think commune drinking is amazing. And we got, we got to get you a skill. Yes, please help me get a skill. I'm very good at washing dishes. <laughs> Cleaning. You just I can do that. Go from Carolyn to Cinderella yourself. I will yeah, just keep entertaining and serving <laughs> and washing dishes. I say you just keep um, it interesting. You just walk around and you get everyone right. to spill the tea and you know all the secrets. And then Oh my god, I just twittered something about spill the tea. I was like, I want everybody to stop saying that time I or when you or in their captions and say stop saying that's fire because that, that do people that's still not say fire, that's fire? It is. people are saying that's fire the kids oh god <laughs> you're like no this is honestly when you do have a real fire no one's gonna listen to you and you're gonna burn your shed down kids stop saying that's fire I didn't know kids still said but that. like that's the tea that's the tea I have a I have like a fan friend who said that to me like ten times and. 30 minute conversation oh, <laughs> I'm done with the tea <laughs> overuse is abuse That's we, got, we, gotta, we gotta come up with some new new phrases okay so I said that on Twitter and you know because I was like am I just being a grumpy old lady somebody from Big Brother said something James and, and he <laughs> called me a boomer and then somebody was like ooh that's the tea and I was like you know what last time somebody said that was the tea it was just the shake so I'm just going to start using that when people bump. That's the shake. It's the shake. Uh, no, that was the shake. I like that <laughs> so much better. Let's make a list. And if you tweet something that's like a new saying, I'll tweet it. We'll just get everyone retweet We'll at Tommy Chong <laughs> and he'll retweet it. And then everybody's going to say it. <laughs> that would be fantastic. I'm going to send you some Pinterest recipes. I've been making stuff that I've never made before where I'm like, oh, pulled off like Cinnabon cinnamon rolls with no yeast. Felt very proud of myself. I'm Um, feeling very old and mature now in the last couple of years because I've been using Pinterest and I always thought that's for old ladies, but, and it kind of is, but that's cool. I'm an old lady now, so I'm using Pinterest. it's, It's the Bible of the shit that you feel like you don't like I don't care about this it's whatever but then the minute you're like oh I have an inkling to do something you're like let me check Pinterest I skim and I look at the ingredients and about the proportions and then I look at the time how long to cook it and then I wing it always wing it I never follow directions oh see I'm a measurer and I feel like it's just the science part of it where I'm like 
if I do a half more, we made cookies the other day and they're a little bit cake-like and I hate that, but I'm like, it's my fault because I accidentally threw extra flour and it was like, fuck it. And I knew I did it, but it made them like weird, like cupcake tops. And I was like, all right, whatever. These are delicious. I really do not even attempt to bake, but our neighbors like have like, a fancy cake oh, nice. so they always Ew. do our cakes. I never do cakes. I like made muffins the other day from a bag and I felt really proud of myself. See, and I normally do that. We have like brownie mix and stuff and I'm, I'm go-to with that. I would never attempt homemade brownies because I'm like, that's exhausting. But like, I'm never going to try fudge. Fudge? No. I'll buy it. I'll eat yours. <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, let's just make fudge and send it to you then because Shanna has a really good fudge recipe and she makes like peanut butter fudge and stuff like that. I've never attempted it. It seems hard. It would have to be so easy. <laughs> you guys go get your ice cream on. Okay, we're going to go get ice cream. I have to send you some fudge and some baking stuff depending on how long this life will last. Oh, man. Thanks for calling because I wanted to talk to somebody about like what other people were doing besides just texting and looking on Twitter. Exactly, and this is, I feel, we need to just really let people know like hey we're all doing the things here's all the people of all different jobs so we're getting all aspects of everybody's livelihoods being kind of you know dismantled or if people are like hey I do this all the time but it's still not easy no it's I mean I'm I feel bad that it's so easy for us am I psychic was I mentally preparing myself for this I, I mean, I, I'm kind of a homebody anyway, and I, but I like to get out and have lunch with my friends. And it's not that big a deal, though, for us. I know that it's a much, and it is much harder on a lot of people. So I yeah. kind of feel like survivor's guilt or whatever. Like have been trained in all the ways possible. And I think, like, it is lined up for your life for you to say, like, well, these are all the skills I have, and let me just write it. I'm an excellent wife. <laughs> you are you're killing the game but, wife and I do want to learn how to grow some weed so we're buying a house next year and so we'll see what happens in the backyard maybe I can learn how to do grow it. if I can grow that I will be like alright let's just move to the mountains we're good <laughs> you should just you should come to Oregon yeah I'm just gonna go to Oregon it's it's weird how many random people live in Oregon and like do other things like Carney Wilson has a baby really? Maybe I will. Not LA. So it's like Sam Elliott lives here. Wait, what? Whoa. Hold the phone. Sexy Sam Elliott? My man. Yes, we'll we'll be moving to Oregon. No, I'm so happy Sam Elliott. (laughs) It's where everyone comes to retire and live the life they actually wanted. Oregon, huh? Sam, huh? My sister used to like Sam Elliott when I was growing up. And I was like, what's wrong with you? Because he was already looking like an old man to me because he had the big mustache already. Like, uh-huh. But now I'm, I am like, that is a sexy man. I don't know why. So my, so my husband is like, a mo- he's salt and pepper. He's gotten a lot more gray since, uh-huh. since we got together. <laughs> um, so I'm trying to drive him insane so that his hair was completely gray. And, uh, if it's because of Sam Elliott. I love Sam Elliott. Now I have to go, like, Google Sam Elliott. Why don't I follow his Instagram or anything? Does he have one? Now I'm Jonesing for Sam. That's what we have to do. We have to find all of Sam Elliott's stuff from the beginning and watch him go. Yeah. Oh, that's a good, yeah. But he was so, so hot in, uh, in Roadhouse. Oh, my God. All right. I am I know what I'm going to do now for the rest of the day. <laughs> Your quarantine plan is to watch Sam Elliott. Well, thanks for hanging out. I super appreciate it. I was telling people this is like my therapy right now because it's 
you know, feeling feeling a little less insane talking about Yes, you know what? This was very helpful for too. me too because I do not talk on the phone. I only text. And I've been texting with all of my mm-hmm. friends, but I haven't had an actual conversation. So it is kind of like, kind of yeah. like. Thank you. Bye, PJ. Have a good day, guys. Stay safe. Sister Shannon. <laughs> hey, what? Um, I heard you got to talk to our other dads the other day. Oh my God. Miss Ward. Oh, girl. Her heart is like the biggest heart we know. And this quarantine has not shut that down one bit. We talked about that and uh, yeah, had some hearty laughs about good old Los Angeles. I'm really excited to hear from Miss Allie Ward. I miss her voice and I love her so much. Are you there? I am here. Can you hear me? Yes. Yay. Oh, hello, baby. Oh, I wish I was hugging you instead. Oh, no, this sucks. I know. Hella fucked up. It's hell. I just went in. crazy. I went in the massage chair because I pretended like it was good. Like getting a hug from you. Pretended like you were Oh, I like it. (laughs) Oh, okay. So I have to tell our awesome listeners, um, Miss Allie Ward, a.k.a. Aiden calls her Owie Word, and he made he may bust in here in a minute because he knows I'm talking to you. So <laughs> I love him. Um, <laughs> she has a very cool mission she's going on. So we will make this down and dirty and quick Hell and to yeah. the point. So I'm really proud of you for going and doing volunteer stuff because like you have been cooped up for weeks now and bouncing off the walls, I'm sure. You and Jared both. <laughs> oh my god. Jared more than me, Jared's literally bouncing off walls, like doing calisthenics against like walls. <laughs> it's entertaining for me. I won't participate anymore because he tried to kill me the first time yeah but um but I'll watch it like it's great every day at noon pacific instagram live he does a different calisthenic yeah yesterday the theme was old-timey prospector and he wore a red union suit a wig and my floppy hat and said his name was Antoine Calvin de Bouvier a gold prospector who was trying to avenge Silver Tongue Jack for stealing his bacon and biscuits. And he did an I mean, entire workout based on that theme in character. I love it so much. It is okay. Uh, so that actually is one of the things I was going to ask you because I find a lot of people on um, Instagram through stuff you post in your stories or weird crap dirt post in his stories too. So, like, <laughs> who are you following or what are you watching? YouTube, Instagram, whatever, for light, uplifting, keeping you sane, keep it on the positive shit. What are you looking at right now? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, you know what I did the other day is I told myself at seven o'clock I was done with work. Yeah. And only because it's not like I get a shit ton done at all now. I'm getting like nothing done. But just telling myself I'm off work so that I'm not just right. lurking around being like, it's eight o'clock. I could be working for two hours. Like, yeah. but I don't. So I just told myself I was off work. So I made a kombucha margarita and I sat by the fire pit, Nice, um, which was the first time I fired that thing up like since New Year's. And yeah. then um, and then I was like, I'm getting in pajamas and I'm going, getting into bed. And then I watched, this is so stupid, but I've been watching, <laughs> uh, Vogue has a series called Go to Bed With Me. And <gasps> it's just like different people and their nighttime routines. And I'm normally Oh my like, God. I'm not a makeup routine person, but what I'm trying to do is allow myself to like get ready for bed early and just say like fuck it lights out I'm done with today. yeah and so I've been watching different people's just nighttime routines and for some like reason, their skin regiments and stuff yes and it's cool 
I'm never going to get a jade roller for my face. Oh, no. I'm not. I'm, oh, by the way, I did, and they don't yeah. do shit, I don't think. Fuck, man. I, it's a cold rock on my face. That's all it feels like. I it's know. Weird. I know that it is. <laughs> and it's like, I know a lot of it's snake oil, but there's something that it's just um, the permission of like, here is someone who is successful and seems to have their life together. And yes, they are taking off their makeup and they're going to bed. Because I just have a huge problem with bedtime procrastination. So that's what I was watching. And then that devolved into like um, a bunch of videos on like how to cut your own hair. Oh, dude, I went down a rabbit hole on that and I'm nearly there. Um, <laughs> What's it going to take for you to cut your own hair in quarantine? Well, I, I baby stepped it. Oh, God, Bonnie's going to kill me because she knows that I have a propensity to do this shit. And then she ends up having to fix it. Ah! She's my hair person. So I did box dye my hair brown already. What? Wait. Oh yeah. So I'm a very subtle brunette at this point. Oh, about week two, I went brown because I lost my mind. Did you Instagram it? I didn't see no. it. Because I look like a troll. No, because currently I'm getting eyelash extensions out of being lazy. Mm-hmm. And right now I've got like five eyelashes. So I'm not Instagramming <laughs> shit until these babies are back to either sparse and even, or I go to my girl when this is over with. You can't even put like a squirrel filter on it. I was going to say, oh, like, right. I, think, I could do that. I talk to you every single day on text and I had no idea that you brown hair. Like what kind of, <laughs> it's hilarious. Well, it's like I want a good mousy brown. Then I could highlight over the top of it as summer progresses. But yeah, I already box dyed it. But I watched a cool tutorial of this chick. She flips her hair all the way over and puts the ponytail like right at the very front of the crown of her hair. Yeah. And then she does it. She like slicks it down and does it straight. I feel like what that's going to do if I do it is give me a reverse mohawk. (laughs) I don't know. You might have a good point there. I need someone like I need a physicist to draw some kind of visual aid for what's going to happen when you take it down. <laughs> or I need to just calm my shit and wait until Bonnie and I can see each other and make her do it. Oh, hi. <laughs> How often do you guys get to see each other? You and Bonnie? Um, right now, nothing. Okay. So Bonnie is immune compromised across the board. So like she has been very, very, very good at staying locked down. Mm-hmm. It does kill me a little bit because I went and dropped off bone broth and eggs and a bunch of stuff. I did the weird homesteader drop off where like with gloves and Clorox wipes, I went to friends houses <laughs> and dropped off weird shit because I don't know how not to do it. But I hadn't left the house in three weeks. Yeah, dude. And I was like, I need to go out in my car and feel normal or I'm going to go crazy. But she's been really locked down too. So we talk and we were like, we could FaceTime. She talks to the boy and stuff and sends videos back and forth, which keeps him sane. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. And we live six minutes apart now. I know you're so close. I and doesn't know. it feel weird to get in yeah. your car and drive it? Isn't it weird yeah. to be like, oh, I forgot how to drive for a minute. Yeah, it's very weird. And people here aren't listening to staying home as well as other places where I see people posting freeways in LA look like Walking Dead because there's nobody on it. Yeah. But I think also here, there's a lot more people um, who have essential jobs in our neighborhood. Yeah, that makes sense. And we got a ton of farmers and shit over here too. So that's kind of mm-hmm. cool. But so tell me what you're doing today because you're getting in your car in a little bit to go do a thing. And I want to hear about it because I think you probably have good tips on how other people can be helpful if they're able also. Well, I didn't intend to, yeah. but I, I got a call um, yesterday from my friend's boyfriend who is an activist and he works with the unhoused populations to make sure that they're safe in crises and, you know, during 
fires and various other things. And so I got a call from him and for a second I was like, is my friend okay? Because it's, it would be, it's odd for him to just call me out of the blue. Right. And he, uh, they're up in the Bay area and he's like, Hey, you know, I, I'm working to try to get PPE for healthcare workers. And it's kind of bullshit that there's not enough. There is a supply, but there's a problem in the supply chain because a lot of American companies want to get the stuff and then pay them after 30 days. And a lot of, right. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the 30 day. Okay. For anybody that doesn't know what PPE will is, will you oh, explain right. it? Um, it's uh, personal protective equipment. It's like what nurses Perfect. and doctors need. So gloves, um, a lot of masks are what yeah. uh, what um, healthcare workers are in need of right now. Like I have a friend who's a doctor, Mike Natter, and um, my other friend Colleen Flanagan's a nurse. And so they're, they're saying like normally you use one mask for one patient and then you throw it away. And right now yeah. there's such a demand for them that they're having to reuse them for 12 hours, for sometimes days, weeks at a time. And they, they're given at the hospital a brown bag to write your name on it. And at the end of your shift, you put your dirty mask in it oh. and then you just put that fucker right back on your face the next day. So it's like, like not acceptable. And there's not really a way to clean those. Like you can't just like spray it down with Lysol and then not have yeah. that impact you the next day. That's not a real thing. Yeah. Oh I mean, some people are saying you could try to soak it in bleach, but it's just not what is, it's like not protocol. So that's not and the intention for those right. things. And the Ugh. CDC is even recommending some doctors use a scarf or a bandana, which is like, again, for a respiratory illness, it's like <laughs> <Yeah>. fatal. And <laughs> right now, like nine to 14% of cases in Italy, it's like, what? Anyway, so, um, so there's a huge need for them. And, you know, a lot of people have been donating theirs if they have any in the garage. Yeah. Like we had four N95 masks in our garage just from a woodworking project that we did in November. Oh, yeah. Like, ah! So if anyone has anything like that, there's um, a site called mask-match. So it's maskmatch.com. Cool. Okay. And they, you tell them like what you've got and then they match you with um, someone who needs it. Yeah. So Ooh, that's a good idea. You don't think about like the home projects yeah. you buy shit for. Cause like I have some from painting from all kinds of weird stuff. We should definitely look into that. Cause I'm sure we have some just sitting on a shelf in a plastic bag that is unopened. Yeah. That's very smart. We have four of them. And just thinking about like a nurse or a doctor, like having yeah. to put their mask in a plastic bag and use it the next day. Just getting that to like four people to have a fresh mask is like better than sitting in your garage. Uh, totally. And I probably wouldn't touch it for another two years for a project when two years from now I could just buy another one probably. Yeah, exactly. Oh God. Yeah. And you think like, oh, I didn't hoard any, so I probably don't have any. Then you're like, oh wait, right. go in the garage, dude. Totally. But there's this uh, nonprofit up in Sonoma that was helping uh, unhoused and unsheltered populations get masks for fires. And so they're now um, working on, they're essentially there's like a big supply chain problem where a lot of, com a lot of U.S. companies um, don't want to pay inflated prices for masks and they want to pay right. after 30 days. They don't want to pay up front. Right. So he's helping organize essentially charities to put up the money up front to get the masks. And so we're going to check on a supply for them and then and just send them pictures. So this is the first time I've left the house in a long time, but he called me last night and he's like, I could really use your help just to make sure, oh. like just to kind of furnish proof that the masks, like, you know, 16,000 masks are getting delivered to a warehouse today. So I'm just going to go meet with the people in gloves and a mask myself and just um, so take some awesome. pictures and some videos so that he can send that on to the donors who facilitated Dude, it. Like could feel like a 
minimal effort, but it's such a huge effort. It's just I one little thing. That's awesome. It's It was one of those things where I'm like, I'm definitely not on any front lines. But if someone's like, hey, I've been working my ass off to try to get tens of thousands of masks to people. Yeah. Can you go drive down to Cerritos for like a yeah. couple hours? You're like, sure, dude. Dude, that's awesome. Um, Have you read the stuff about, and I barely touched on it, so I'm not a wealth of knowledge but like the elon musk thing of the the uh ventilators i saw that he mentioned something about making them i'm not up on that what's the latest give me the give me that tea. so what i read was science hot goss um mm-hmm. on the twitter of course it's true so basically it was like hey we have these they are certified medical grade they're the grade qualified for functioning in a hospital mm-hmm. and sounds like they are ventilation devices that they probably have for whatever they do and he said he'll literally ship them anywhere in the world free of cost free shipping just say you need it and basically prove that you need it and that you're a real business oh wow which is fucking madness yeah (laughs) thanks dude right I i just read that and was like huh cool well i guess the guy that could just haphazardly make a weird Tesla truck that doesn't look as cool as yeah. Stone um, can just throw around ventilators like he's Oprah. That's awesome. <laughs> you get a ventilator. You get a, you get a ventilator, right? You can breathe normally. Good job. <laughs> I mean, there's definitely like this fallacy, like, well, just uh, the billionaires will save us. Right? But it is nice to know that he's actually, I mean, he bungled that cave rescue so yeah. bad that he's got some like, he's got, he's going to make it up to everyone. <laughs> I feel like if somebody's going to attempt kind gestures with a frequency, they're bound to get some of them right. So yeah, good on them. Like the the try isn't always like if it doesn't pan out well, it's not really recognized. But if you're doing something awesome like this, it looks pretty dope. So right. And Rihanna, Rihanna donated a million dollars. Thanks, Rihanna. Appreciate. Yeah, it's like if you're gonna have that many billions of dollars, help save some of the little people like us. But totally. I don't know. I um. I want to see, I, I now I want to read that because I, I hadn't yeah. heard that. It's so tough to, the days when you just like immerse your face mm-hmm. in news, 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 news. And then you're like, I got nothing done. I'm more scared yeah. and depressed, but at least I'm up to date. Like I started doing this thing with Jarrett where we're like, instead of both of us just scrolling on our Twitters oh God, yeah. and reading a one sentence hot take and not the article itself, which is like, let's be honest, what a lot of us do. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you know, totally. Like, one out of 10 articles, you'll click through and read the article. And then right. a lot of times you're just like, I'm just scrolling for hot takes to get the gist. And you're like, that right. doesn't keep me informed. That's but, not helpful. Yeah. yeah. We started in the morning the other day. We were like, okay, one of us will make a coffee. And then the other will just essentially like read me news stories. Oh. Like that way we both learn, but we're not scrolling on our phone separately. And that way we both feel like it's, it's kind of fun to do. So it's kind of like having that's a, new a more positive way. And you're yeah. not like, then the other person knows that's the time it is for that information. It's not just, hey, I read this thing. And you're like, I'm not in a brain capacity to hear what you're going to yeah. read right now. I know. So it's kind of like reading the morning paper, but the morning yeah. things. And so we, that was kind of oh, helpful. I like that. Then I was like, that's okay, the rest. Really positive. Yeah. Because do you do this where you're like, I you're home, you're quarantined. So you're like, okay, there's a million projects I told myself I do. There's like a side hustle I wanted to start. There's, I got to get 10 to my business. Da, da, da. I got to check on everyone I've ever met to make sure they're alive. Yep. Yes. And then check, I'm, check, check, check all me check all day. And yeah. then on top of that, I need to know what's going on with, um, you know, different pockets of the virus in different areas yeah. of the legislation. So you're like, 
you never feel like you're doing the right thing because there's so many things you feel like you could be doing. So it's kind of nice to compartmentalize like, okay, this is the hour for news. And then I like that. That's actually really smart. Here's my method of quarantine so far. The Mm -hmm. first week was like, fingers in my ears, la 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 la, I don't want to know, I don't want to know. All I know is I stay inside, I protect my little BB boy, and we call it good, whatever. Feed my chickens, I don't want to know. And then the next week, I was like, let me take in all the information, because now people have got to know what's going on. Then I realized, no, we're still very scary. Okay, I shut it down again for a little bit, because I'm like, I can't, if I read the news every single day, I would literally jump on a sword, and I, my brain can't handle that. Like, I've already called my therapist, we're doing that now, like, now I can kind of do the bite-sized chunks of like, okay, I can talk to my counselor about how the good estimate, what level of brain crazy (laughs) am I in this quarantine? As long as I stay at like a steady three, I feel okay with my life. Uh Oh my God. Not shaving my head yet, but. I know we're all going to be beating down doors with umbrellas by the end of it. Oh, seriously. Thank God I don't own an umbrella, but yes, that's, (laughs) that's where we're at. Like I can't take in too much news. So I try to pick and choose. I'll cherry pick what I've got. Basically, your podcast helps me. Um, This podcast will kill you has been very nicely informative Mm because I trust their brains. Also, I'm trying to only take in information from sources I feel like are science because the gossip part of it will just lead me down the craziest rabbit hole. Yeah. My husband told me this. Kelly said, you're not allowed to Google who has died from this. Oh, no. Well, that's what my dumb brain does sometimes. I wonder if so-and-so's okay, and I'll Google them. That's a terrible idea. That is a terrible idea. I mean, I'm surprised there's not just just a Twitter for like... Which oh. ce- which celebrities have we? I bet lost? there is. I'm sure. No, there I'm, is. I bet there is. I just can't. I can't actively seek it out. After this is all done and we can close the chapter on this, mm-hmm. like getting more snowball out of control, then I can go back and mourn the loss of all the quality people that are suffering. We got you know Tom I mean? Hanks. Though. Tom Hanks is Dude. okay. <laughs> Thank God. I know. Volley- volleyball's everywhere, rejoicing that he's. Still <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. He's like he's our national mascot. We can't lose him. He really him. is. And <sighs> Rita Wilson rapping. I'm sorry. That just helped the entire situation. Who the fuck uh, knew? Who knew? I know. None of well, us. She's a mysterious talent, that woman. I know. But, uh, okay. I'm going to put a pin in us and cut us off because you have to go. And I promised only 15 minutes. Yep. I got to go. 20 minute mark, but you have to go fulfill your destiny of helping the people. So I mean, I, this is, it definitely seems like a kind of a bananas mission. I got off the phone with yeah. him and I was like, I turned to Jared. I was like, are you down to go to a warehouse to furnish proof of a supply chain? And he was like, awesome. He's like, I've been waiting for me <laughs> to collapse and to help out forever. So I'm like, okay. Oh my gosh. Good yeah, I'm kind of there too, though, where I'm like, see, this is my destiny. I'm supposed to deliver bone broth to the people. Exactly. No, I get it. You're such a good homesteader. Thank you for rebuilding America oh one bone God. broth at a time. You know what? We've we've always joked that at the end of days, everyone would just come live at my commune, and I'm still fully prepared for that dude, life. <laughs> dude, I call a I call a rollout bed on the porch. You'll be bunking like you and Aiden will have bunk beds. That's really he would have it no other way. So it's oh, perfect. Will you give him a big squeeze for me? I will. I will. I will. And he's been so good. You'd be really proud of him. He's oh, he's God. weathering this very nicely. So. 
Well, I'm glad one of us is. <laughs> I know, dude. Oh, man. All right. Well, I love your guts and I'm proud of you and go be a hero. And uh, that sounds like a crazy drug deal. I want to hear the aftermath of this shit. Well, I asked him. I was like, are there going to, we need to look for kilos like wrapped, right? in, uh, wrapped in saran wrap? What the fuck? But yeah, we'll I like see. it. I will say All these quote unquote masks, right? No. I know. <laughs> I love you too. I love your guts. I love Thank you. you for doing this. And I'll talk uh, to you soon. It's going to be good. Amazing. Okay, All baby. Right. I love Mwah. you though. Travel safe. Mwah. All right. Bye. Bye, babe. I uh, checked in with our favorite real estate agent on wheels, Miss Jackie Cross. Ooh, how's she doing? She is good. She's been working on that voice or something. Get ready to have your heart melt and your nerve endings tingle while you listen to the sultry voice Ooh. of Miss Jackie Cross in quarantine. Yeah, well, we are hopping in. Hi, did you just have to dig for headphones? I did, yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I knew where some were. That's Every- been our number one thing is uh, kind of having to revert to like past technologies where people are like, I don't have headphones that plug in. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. So <laughs> I appreciate your digging. How do I sound? Oh, you sound great. Your voice is like velvet. Oh, well, yes. thank you. It's very uh, like late night talk show. Yeah. You could like teach me about my body right now and I'd be super <laughs> into it. <laughs> so funny. I get so many compliments on my voice when I'm just talking, I guess. But uh, anytime I get excited, my voice like goes really high really quickly. It's not as calming. And people are like, wait, where'd that velvety silk go? I just sound like uh, like Seth Rogen. <laughs> no, you sound like a lady. <laughs> Jackie, we are super happy you are safe. We just want to do a COVID-19 check-in with you and see how you're doing. I think you're still working, right? I am still working. Yes. I'm um, selling houses, surprisingly, in this market. What's that like? Are you working from home? How are you doing it? Yeah, I'm working from home. Like A lot of my job is really just talking to people and getting information to them and helping them plan. So I'm able to do all that just fine from home. I've actually, mm-hmm. I have this nice mic here. I'm putting together some videos to send out to all my clients right now to just kind of keep them updated on things. There are some new forms out for COVID-19. So that's going fine. And then we're still able to show property right now. It was kind of a, a little bit of a tug of war, whether or not we could, but officially we can. We just have to be precautious mm-hmm. and bring hand sanitizer and all that jazz yeah it's, it's a crazy time with all of it but like you have a very face-to-face job where you are like comforting people and making them feel secure about a purchase and like physically showing them stuff because people can't just a lot of people can't just buy a house right but right now the numbers are so low for financing that it's you know kind of a buyer's market for everyone to jump on it so you guys kind of have to be there yeah. as a support team. Yeah, and there's still opportunity and we're, you know, it's really fun actually to see everybody pull out some new technology to try and adapt to it. There's actually, you know how Google Maps, you could kind of like stand on the street and look around. Yeah, they have that for like virtual tours. Yeah, so you I mean, we've seen it before, but now it's like everywhere. Everyone's doing the virtual tours because we kind of have to. You're yeah. only supposed to look at a property if you're have high odds of making an offer. But yeah, so that's that realtor side. And then there's the roller skater side that, you know, everything got canceled, sad face. I know. 
it's such a social environment you have going on and it's, you know, watching videos online and falling on their butts at home and not knowing what they're doing right. And it's a social aspect. That's why people go do your skating. Yeah, yeah. So all the in-person stuff has been put on hold. There have been um, there have been some like fun little uh, quarantine projects that people have been doing where it's like film this and then we'll put all our videos together and it'll be funny. So some of those are coming out soon. I've actually been able to skate a lot more around my house. Because <laughs> now it's like I only have so many places I can skate. And since it's so close, might as well do it all the time. How are you feeling in all of it? You get to get out of the house then at least and be a little more social. How are you feeling mentally? Is it is it crazy to do the face-to-face with people? Do you have anxiety about meeting people? Are you just being super cautious and going about daily stuff very slowly and prepared? Yeah, I'm not I'm not a terribly anxious person. I'm pretty calm. Um, but I'm locked I am locking myself in and keeping my circle to pretty much who I live with and only mm-hmm. seeing people if I absolutely have to, keeping six feet apart. No mm-hmm. certainly no hugs or handshakes. Yeah, I'm just trying to take all the precautions I can, and thankfully we yeah. stocked up on Costco non-perishables. So oh, good. So you guys are feeling we're good not at having home. to go to the grocery store. Yeah, it's not too bad. My dad's a fun person to live with too. He just sits in a chair all day, basically. I run around. I get to run into the room and and vent to him. I actually got. I did get cabin fever for like four days in a row, where I thought it. You know, I woke up pretty pumped and. Since work is, like, two feet away, it's kind of nice because I don't have to, you know, get all dolled up or anything. I just can roll out of bed a little later and then, like, hobble over to my my desk and drink my coffee. And I'd be super amped in the morning, and then, like, 2 o'clock would roll around, and, like, clockwork, I would just be like, I need to get out of the house. Where's the sun? What is light? Can I see a cloud? Yeah, you guys had rain there for the first week or so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's been right now. I feel pretty good, but I'm sure I'll start feeling like I'm I need to get out and see people. I've been FaceTiming people, which has been pretty fun Mm -hmm. and funny trying to learn (laughs) how to use that thing. I never FaceTime. I feel like you need it. You have to have it. (laughs) Yeah. I've never used FaceTime till now. And now I've used it like really. Yeah. I used it like four times yesterday. I have a FaceTime call after after this. <laughs> well, you definitely are making the best of the situation. It's just forcing you to kind of have to do all the things that people normally do anyway. If they like work away from their family or you're now in place and you're having to learn all the things. Yeah. Yeah. I've also actually probably the most exciting thing that has happened in this quarantine is I've had time to take down wallpaper. That is time consuming, but can feel so satisfying if you can just get big chunks off. Yes, it has been so satisfying. I have, this wallpaper has been up forever. I have, believe it or not, three different types of wallpaper in this room. I didn't put it up, but um, they've been needing to come down for ages. (laughs) And they're down. Actually, they're halfway down. What what time better than now? Yeah, absolutely. I was sitting around. Uh, what happened was I was sitting on my bed, and I had already worked. I put my hours in. You know, I worked out, and which is pretty much what I do. I eat, I work out, and I go to work, and then I skate when I can. But um, I had already done all those things, and I still had some hours in the day. And I was laying on my bed, going, "Geez, like 
what, what do I do now? And I was staring at my wall and it dawned on me, I'm going to take that wallpaper <laughs> down. So I did. <laughs> you're like it's your time it's your time to die yeah. i let you live too long because i was too busy and now i'm not too busy to murder you wallpaper. yeah and i'd forget about it you know and then i'd remember it just like here and because i'm used to it being there you know and then i'd remember oh i hate that wallpaper i need to take it down and i just never <laughs> put it on the list <laughs> well are you guys eating well your dad's a good cook so is he doing like Home cooked meals, you guys ordering out. How's the food situation in your quarantine? Oh yeah, we take turns cooking pretty much. Yeah, Let's, what have we been eating? Pasta. And you're all stocked up on supplies. Yeah, we're all stocked up. We've got TP still, thankfully. We got mm -hmm. yeah, we got everything. We're pretty. I think we're good for another two weeks. We ran. We did run out of potatoes and bananas the other day. And that was the start of our shortage. But my dad sacrificed Ooh. himself, put on a face mask, and ran to the store. And found some. And found some. Yeah. So we're making it happen. Yeah. That's the hard part is finding it once you go out in the world. Yeah. Luckily, I'm in a not too, too crowded spot. I'm not in, like, downtown L.A. I can't even imagine what it's like over there. I'm in North Orange County, and it's... Yeah. It's a little more reasonable, I think. Parking in general. Yeah. So. Well, you sound like you're doing really good. We just wanted to check in with you. Shannon sends her love. Aww, thank you. We are separated, so we're doing, like, we split up all of our guests, and we just want to check in on everybody. And I was like, I called in on Jackie because <laughs> I miss her positive, happy energy in your super soothing, sultry voice. And I just wanted to make sure you're doing okay. You sound like you're doing better than the rest of us. Oh. Yeah, I'm trying. I think it also helps that I live in Southern California and not in downtown LA. So I get now the weather's pretty nice. It's a little cloudy today, but yesterday was gorgeous. Yeah, you get to get out and like just get some vitamin D and feel good. Yeah. Feel a little warm. Which is huge. Have you ever been short of vitamin D? <laughs> I'm short of vitamin oh, D. Oh, <laughs> man. I I had never experienced it. It's my word. <laughs> I had never experienced such a, a thing, and I lived in Paris for a little while, and they told us, if you're from Southern California or Louisiana or Florida, you should take supplements, and I didn't, but man, that was rough. Depression. How are, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. The sun came out here, so I'm trying to get a little bit here and there. I usually avoid it because I... Um, I'm trying to preserve my pale ass skin as long <laughs> as I can. Yeah, right now I'm just craving it because it's that weird shut-in thing and it makes me happier. And I am a social person and I normally, you know, don't have anxiety. I'm not the person that's like, oh, I can't go outside because I have anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I'm experiencing weird just bouts of it here and there where I have to like remind myself. Like, it's okay to feel a little fucking crazy yeah. and just take a breath and do the thing. So we're just focusing on, like, little mini projects and just getting through each day. And at the end of the day, it's kind of, like, laughable. Like, we're like, okay, we got another one tomorrow. Let's do this. <laughs> good, good. Are you FaceTiming at all or video chatting? It's kind of fun. Yeah, I'm, I have a Zoom dance party on Friday that I got invited Ooh, to. Ooh, that's exciting. Uh, and it's just women dancing for <laughs> half an hour wearing funny outfits. I might have to invite you and you can 
Zoom dance with us because it's going to be pretty That fun. would be great. I'm very into it. And right now we're just like, meals are fun because it like distracts me for about 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I've been doing a lot of like artwork and small projects just to kind of keep the cloudy brain away. Yeah. And then um, I'm getting to watch the household do at-home schooling right now. And that is entertaining in itself. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, I can't. It, it's a wild time right now. It is. And I feel like, yeah, I feel like as soon as everyone finally gets the flow, you know, and they're like getting used to it. And they're like, all right, we have a routine. We have this. Then it's all going to like fade away and slowly we can come back out into the world. And we're going to be like, oh, now we have to drive to work. Yeah. Like this is this is all weird. <laughs> so I feel like once we finally get used to any sort of rhythm that makes sense to our brains and our bodies it's gonna reset to a different normal again and we're gonna be like ah yeah we just got this yeah I was thinking about the other day about that we're all trying so hard to adjust and then this is only gonna hopefully last another month or so maybe longer maybe not hopefully not. yeah well in my mind it's still temporary and I'm still waiting on it to be done and I think that's the hardest part for me is there's no end game mm-hmm and that's hard to get used to but my brain keeps thinking like well back to normal back to normal back to normal yeah and who who knows how long that will be yeah and we'll see what the new normal looks like yeah and it came on so fast at least in my life maybe it's just gonna make everybody way nicer to each other yeah that'd be cool oh you know what idea i was talking about with my friend because the earth seems to be doing so well with this Uh whole thing it would be so cool if this became like mm-hmm. a thing we did regularly, like there's one month a year that it's like work at home month. Right. Anniversary shutdown. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where they're like, let's give China skies another break. <laughs> Pretty much. And Venice. Did you see pictures of the Venice canals? Yeah. What about? The- oh, you can see them. You can see the fish. in them. Yeah. And they've had dolphins in the canals and they haven't had dolphins in the canals for like oh. 50 years or something. Can you imagine? I want to be quarantined in Venice right now. Yeah. That'd, that'd be great. <laughs> see some dolphins. I feel like everyone at home cooking, it probably just smells amazing. Mm. Then you get to look out the window and see dolphins. Yeah. And you could still like step onto your balcony and like your neighbor's right there. Yeah. Six feet away. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, well, I will let you get to your video call. I'm going to get back to this puzzle that is calling my name. Do it. National Parks puzzle got whipped out for the boy for school. And instead, I'm like, oh, no, we're not clearing this off. We're going to do this puzzle. I'm very excited. (laughs) And it's beautiful. And I'm learning about National Parks now. Cool. Well, have fun. It oh, was man. nice talking. Well, I love you so much. Love you too. I'm so happy. So amazing. Let's talk again soon. And we're all in this together doing the best we can with whatever circumstances we have. Absolutely. Gotta stay positive. And wash your hands. And wash your hands. Use hand sanitizer. Shower and wash your clothes. <laughs> all right. Bye, um, Miss Jackie Cross. Bye. Talk to you next time. Thank you to everyone who has rate, reviewed, and subscribed to the pod. I know you have nothing else better to do, so if you wouldn't mind, pretty please. If you haven't, please yes. give us five stars. It helps us stay afloat in whatever genre we're sitting in at this point. It really helps people find us. The genre is called low-hanging fruit. It is. 
Thank you to everyone on Patreon. Your dollar support really helps us out. It is keeping our podcast afloat outside of all the regular madness of bills and jobs and work and all of that. So if you want to join Patreon, go to patreon.com forward slash you are that. And if you want to support us for zero dollars, tell a friend. You can find us on Facebook as you are that. And we have a Facebook group. So inside is polls. Right now we're asking everyone to hop on in and post their favorite recipe that they're trying and eating at home. Let's share all these yummy, good things that is giving us a new freshman 15 and share the wealth. The COVID-19. <laughs> the COVID-19. Yeah. We're also on Instagram. And I heard one on Twitter under the same name. It is no, you are that. Don't forget the no. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for checking in with us and our guests. I hope this episode has brought you so much joy. We care about you and your mental health and your well-being. <laughs> and if you liked listening to the people that you're hearing in this episode and in our last episode, please look for those folks in their very own episodes because these are all guests mm -hmm. we've interviewed over this last year. And they're all wonderful you're just hearing a tidbit so look for their full episode and get a nice healthy dose of you know their normal awesome life so donuts uh i'm gonna go eat some because guess what we did oh did you make donuts we made motherfucking donuts oh with the motherfucking housewarming gift you gave me girl oh my god okay what kind i gotta know real talk great value Ooh. aka walmart generic brand biscuits are like four nine cents hell yeah and they're tons of them dude it's tons of biscuits there's like 10 per pack and we used teeny tiny little cutters oh. in the shape of diamonds and hearts because we couldn't find a circle one <laughs> and we just popped them in that deep fryer so we had donut holes and donuts and we did chocolate various color icings sprinkles or cinnamon sugar and we have a variety of all different kinds of treated donuts that we decorated oh that sounds delicious and now i want donuts oh my yes. god i made a dark chocolate one Ooh. with diced up dehydrated apricots Ooh. <laughs> that's fancy as fuck for quarantine girl oh right Ooh. i'm like quarantining it to the limit i like it i like your quarantine kitchen technology it's kick-ass i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna go have another claw and probably uh, raid the old Halloween candy because that's where I'm at for sweets. <sighs> I love your guts. Let's go eat snacks. I love you more. Bye. Wow. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher. Because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.